All right, everybody, welcome to the Spawn on Me podcast. This is episode 29. I am your host or co-host, Cicero Holmes, a.k.a. Stubby Stan. I'm here with my brother from the other side of Chicago, the one I love so dearly, the peanut butter and jelly man, Khalif Adams. How are you today, sir? <laughs> Yo, you just basically called me smuckers on, on the air. <laughs> what, so the, what the hell does so that good. mean, the peanut butter jelly man? Yeah, it's peanut butter jelly time. There's never peanut butter jelly time. It's peanut butter fluff it's, time. Oh, oh. oh, my gosh. Uh, what? Peanut butter banana time. What? No. Yes. I don't believe banana time. I don't believe Toast in Elvis. It. Oh, come on, man. I don't believe in Elvis. Elvis is dead uh, to me. Or, or or Nutella for those folks that have peanut allergies. Oh, oh see. See, see now, nah, but those are those are bougie people. You can only be you can only have peanut allergies if you're bougie. Right. Well, so the so the bougie <laughs> so the bougie person that just entered Bricago is um literally my brother. My LB, my line brother. Um, whom I didn't know was a podcaster, but is <laughs> is a great one, is uh, legendary in his own right. The one and only BBS himself, classic material. BBS? BBS? Hey, man. <laughs> Beta Beta Sigma in the house. Yes, 41. <laughs> uh, I am so glad to be here. My man Cicero is in the building. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, here with you, with Kai. Um, you know, glad to be on the show. Um, oh, let me do the universal greeting for those that uh, are familiar. Bye, wheat, grind, I wheat, ninny bong. I always do that. Grind, wheat, ninny bong. Wait, That's wait, right. hold on. You just can't throw that out there for people who aren't initiated like myself, who who never went Greek. What does that mean? No, what are you talking about? I get junkions, man. Come on. Yeah. What? That's from Transformers the movie way back in the, the day. Movie. You get, now you got to give them now you got to give them an Energon. Yeah, that's oh, right. Energon goodie yeah, and then you reciprocate. Right. Come on, I, man. I, you know what? I hey. <laughs> I I side I tell you that to to the 10th degree. That's okay. Now I'm the same side <laughs> Makusa on both sides. <laughs> yeah. The universal greeting works every time. But hey, man, it's an honor be, to be here. Um I don't know about podcast legend. <laughs> I've been doing it for a while, but uh, you know it's it's just good to be back and uh, good to be on the show again. Um, Cicero, I didn't even know you were doing this. Yeah, same uh, here, brother. Dude, you were my you were my fantasy league a year ago. So I'm yes. like, <laughs> and the year before that, and the year yeah, before I'm like, that. <laughs> I'm like, dude, how are we both living double lives and we don't right. know it? And it's like, <laughs> boom, it just kind of intersects, and it's that's how small this world is. It is. But it's good to, good to talk to you again, man, and uh, good to be here. I'm glad you guys are doing a podcast about gaming because we don't have enough of those. Thank you yeah. so much, man. Uh, I really appreciate yeah. that. This is kind of like, son, is that sarcasm? You, no, no, I'm saying <laughs> we don't have enough of those from, from our perspective. Oh, okay, yeah, right, 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 you want to say, you know, because that's 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 really you know. A lot of these shows that are out here, you know, um, they're out there for the general audience, but from a black perspective or just even from a perspective of black people in right. terms of like, you know, how we grew up and everything. Right. It, it's always a beautiful thing to see, you know, uh, and, to, and to basically watch that flourish. So I, I'm all for that and I love it. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you, man. It's, it's, it's kind of I'm happy you said that because it, it kind of brings up a thing that you just talked about between you guys not knowing who each other were. And that's totally uh, a very black thing where people will only know you by your moniker and not your real name. <laughs> right. Yeah. They'd be like, I yeah. didn't know. I didn't know Grits. His name was right. was Mitchell. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Who knew Grits? Yeah. You don't find out. 
You don't even find out about your uncle's real name till the funeral. Yeah, yeah. like what? basically, his name is Philip. I thought right. it was June. He was right. Uncle June Junior. the whole time. Right. <laughs> yeah, basically, that's yeah. that's that's, so, a, that's an extremely black thing. Yeah, I uh, so I've got so my my father, I am uh, a legacy. Cicero's a legacy name. Uh, my grandfather was called Butch because Cicero was too hard to pronounce, obviously, in the South. Um, and then my father, who was also named Cicero, uh, was called Butchie. And yeah. then my grandfather died, so my dad became Butch. And people tried to call me Butchie, and I was like, I'm not having any of that. <laughs> yeah. But my father to this day, to certain people, is still Uncle Butch. Wow. Yeah. So he is a... a Grown ass grandfather, great grandfather, and, yeah, and they still call him Uncle Butch. Oh God! Yeah, aren't you like the third? I am the Cicero? third. I am the third. I remember that from college because uh, I think we used to say like, "Yo, this dude got money or something." He's Cicero, Uncle Third, running around here. You know? Wait a minute. So C used to walk into a room. They used to start playing the Jerry the King Lola music. Yep. He did. He had he was, yep. He had on the uh he had the cat he's like Duncan Pender Hughes and shit, you <laughs> know, the the really crisp school clothes and shit, you no know. Doubt. It was great. No uh, doubt. No doubt. Yep. I, I mean, was like this guy's you know, he's here he's here. He's he don't even need college. He's just doing it. He's like an action junkie right. for education or something. Oh, yep. you know? shit. I I will never not be able to not see Cicero in my brain without rocking an ascot. He's he's rocking the ascot in every vision of my of my being right now. <laughs> I'm doing it right now. I mean, listen, old habits die hard. Oh, uh, I it. just I just got rid of the monocle. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Oh man. So all right. So before we before we jump into the show proper, uh, we are we're out of control. Um, let's let's handle some old business. Um, first and foremost. Uh, yet again, thank you everyone for uh, listening to the show, to uh, following the show. First off, um, well, we so we normally thank our guests uh, from the week before, but it was Dan Moore. He's one of us. It was great to have him on the show. Um, it, the show really did well. Um, we've gotten, again, another 500 listens um, So already. And, and so, you know, thanks a lot, everybody, for... Uh, for you know, sticking with us and and staying with us, go ahead and and make it five hundred more, and we can you know make it happen. Word. Thank you. Um, yeah, it was it was and, a good it was a good look on uh, a lot of ends actually this week. We had a pretty decent amount of followers that jumped on uh, the Twitter Twitter pages. Yeah. Uh, both my personal and the site and the show. Uh, I guess a lot of it was because of the stuff that I was kind of talking about as well during this <laughs> week that we will definitely get into after the music break. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of engagement this week, which was really awesome. Shout out to the uh, Isometric Show uh, again right. for shouting us out uh, numerous times. Um, shout out to, uh, let me think. I'm trying to think of their names. Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head. That's uh, a terrible well, shout so, out. So, uh, Cisco idiot on, on <clears throat> Twitter, uh, shout out to him for saying that, uh, wait a minute, which biscuits did he choose? Oh yeah, that's uh, right. We have yes, to look at the, we have so, to look at that. Yeah. So yeah, what's, yeah. Like, uh, so the community spoke about biscuits. So last week, uh, classic, you missed it. If you didn't listen to our episode, which, you know, shame on you. Um, yeah. but, uh, we, we were talking about whose biscuits are better. KFC's, Popeye's, or the Cheddar Bay biscuits as the wild card from Red Lobster. Bringing you that hard hitting news. Right. That's, 
Come on, man. That's like uh, putting up everybody against like Batman or something. <laughs> uh, and I say Batman because Batman always wins for some reason. Right. But Cheddar Bay Biscuits always win. The fact that they got the cheese in there, you know, the Red Lobster, right. that's like why Red Lobster is still in business. It's not for the seafood. Right. People show up for the biscuits. Right. Well, you're, you're, you're correct. Uh, that's what the, the, the rest of Chicago said. We should close down all other establishments and just sell <laughs> not in, not even open red lobsters, but just have red lobster cheddar bay biscuit shacks. Yeah, that just kind of or like a cart as they come I through. Agree. We have you know have uh, vendors and we have vendors yeah. on the street in Chicago that just sell cheddar bay biscuits. Um, you know so, what else is good though? Um, uh, bread wise, um, Olive Garden those little bread the sticks. Bobbly, the Bobbly breadsticks. Oh, yeah. Okay. Those, those aren't those are pretty those aren't too bad. Those are pretty much on point because they do give you like yeah. the all you can eat salad, and then you just filled up on bread and salad. <laughs> yeah, uh, you guys are idiots. <laughs> <laughs> don't hate, don't hate, right. don't hate. Um, uh, so I want to give a shout out. So yeah, so Cisco idiot and uh, shit. There was somebody else, and I'm sorry, I'm forgetting you. There was a, a brilliant tweet that was like. Red Lobster now, Red Lobster then, Red Lobster forever. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, and I'm sorry I can't find, I, I'm sorry I can't find your tweet. That's but, hilarious. Uh, but but you're you're awesome, um, whoever you are. I want to wanna... thank you very much for <laughs> for following us and and for being involved. I want to I want to we... quickly shout out Lime. His, right. his name is Lime. His or her name is Lime from the NeoGaf forum. There's a couple of cats actually from NeoGaf that shouted us out. Lime, Lime basically also shouted us out and shouted out the fact that we were the best web blog award winner of 2013. That's dope. That is correct. They shouted that us out. Correct. Silverphonic so, uh, also shouted us out. Uh, Sean Alexander shouted us out in the, in the thread and a couple other folks. So NeoGaf is a place in which we are thriving. Shout out to Paris also for being in that uh, in that thread, uh, which actually alerted me to go put my my name in there. I was like, hey, we're in here. Come see us. Anyway, right on. Um, so yeah, so while we're while we're still shouting people out, um, I want to spend send a special shout out to uh, to everyone over at the Forty Two Lounge in Milwaukee. Um, they were, they were in, uh, actually everyone over at the 42 lounge in Milwaukee, Mike J. Micah, my buddy, and, uh, uh, our buddy Lisa Brown, um, all three were at PAX this, this, uh, past weekend and, um, everything was successful. I was trying to get the 42 lounge and Mike Micah together so that they could play IDARB and hopefully, uh, you know, in the, in the near future, We'll have some very, very exciting things to tell you about uh, vis-a-vis 42 Lounge, anyone in the greater Chicago, uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin area. Um, some really exciting things happening in that area um, uh, vis-a-vis 42 Lounge and hashtag IDARP. So, word. Um, and and uh, Lisa Brown, Wordle on iTunes, on, on iTunes, on Twitter, <laughs> um, was on her very first PAX panel. Um, and so she said it was very, went, very successful. So I'm happy to hear yeah, that too. And it went really, really well. She won the, the, the golden Paxi for having <laughs> the best panel. That's not a real thing, but 
uh, I'd give it to you, Lisa. Make make it happen, Pax. Make that make that happen. There you go. There you go. Um, so yeah, so that was that was uh, you know thanks a lot for everybody. You know everyone shouting us out. Uh, thanks everyone for following us. Thanks everyone for listening. Um, thanks for the air that I breathe um, because <laughs> you guys are wonderful. Yeah, um, the wind beneath my wings would yes, play right about the, you. There we go. There we go. And uh, Sharif Jackson. I am not apologizing for anything else. Whoa. Yes. He calling out Sharif. You know what you did. I mean, we kinda have to call. We have to we kinda have to call Sharif out anytime we possibly can. Right. Oh man. Because you know um, that guy, I don't know, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh um, man. I'm gonna have to listen to the next Operation Cubans here if he if he retorts. Uh, yeah, if, I don't know. If they're not if they're not airing old ones. Oh, oh no. <laughs> really? We're gonna do that? Podcast B shot fired. Shots fired. Shots fired. Come on. I thought we were above this. Sharif is a friend of mine. I've been right. on Operation Cube a number of times. I sang the theme song. Look at that. Oh too. damn, that's crazy. Operating correct. I don't have to choose sides. No, no, no. We don't we don't want you to choose sides. We just want you to know who's okay. better. Yeah, okay. I don't have to worry about whether or not, you know, what it would happen when you choose sides, because you know I already know what side you're gonna choose. Wow. <laughs> wow. I don't believe yeah. that just happened. <laughs> um. <laughs> that was that was a terrible walk-in impersonation. I want you to know uh, that. Yeah. That was an awful walk-in. That was terrible. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, well, you know, we've we've now made you choose the north or the south. Um, this <laughs> with regards to OpCube or us. Um, but why don't you tell the people, classic, who you are? Um and you know what you do and and why you're such a podcast legend at least in my eyes. Oh God damn it! <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll give it a shot. Are we allowed to curse you on the show? You can cuss as oh, much as you want. You can curse okay, as much as you want. Motherfucker, you snot and shit. Okay, there you guys have is, run there your, uh, you explicit it. rating. Um, <laughs> yeah. So my name is Classic. Uh, at least that's the name I go by online. That's C L A S S I C K. Um, there is a classic materia. Uh, or classic material without the the K in it on Twitter, but I am classic material on Twitter with the K. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, like Cicero says, I know him from college. Uh, we go way back. Um, and uh, I think about like late 2011, I started to, uh, you know, start meeting people off, off on Twitter and off Twitter. But uh, it started with Twitter and going to a cookout and I met up with uh, this dude. We started talking about like this old school stuff. And I kept saying, if I, you know, we should start a podcast or a website or something. And I want to start a podcast and call it like Cold Slither because, uh, you know, I, I like Cold Slither from the old G.I. Joe episode with the dreadnoughts. And that was always cool. And I want to I, I want to be like the black Cold Slither with, you know, two other guys or three other guys. And he was like, cool, let's do that. We could talk about old stuff we grew up on. So that was the premise of the show. Uh, so we started the Cold Slither podcast. Uh, had a good, uh, say, two and a half year run. Um, some stops and starts. But uh, we uh, ended the show recently this past uh, spring. Um, or over the summer, I should say. And uh, with the show ending, um, I started a new beginning, which was the Cold Slither Podcast Network. And that's where I you know, kind of restored... Uh, the Cold Slither brand, the uh, Cold Slither podcast website, um, and uh, we started up a n- number of new shows on that. Uh, so um, if you heard of the Good and Terrible show uh, with uh, CJ and uh, Beauty Jackson, or if you've heard of uh, the Comic Book Chronicles by the Click Nation, 
or even Classic Team Up, which is my personal show. Those are all podcasts on that one channel, the Cold Southern Podcast Network. And we just added a new show uh, this week, the Baker Bone and Rome show, starring uh, Gordon Baker Bone and Serum Russell from the Decepticomics. Comics. And that's a, another p- comedy podcast. So we've got four shows in our lineup. And uh, I'm the president, CEO, chief operating officer, CIO, EIEIO, executive producer. I'm like the guy behind the scenes. Yeah, on all these shows. And, uh, you know, it's fun. And I, I love it. And that's kind of, I think most people know me from the Cold Slither podcast uh, because we were doing that. And uh, we've been on a number of shows, including Operation Cubicle, The Black Guy Who Tips, Single Simulcast, and all these other different shows. And, uh, you know, when you get to know the podcast community, it's kind of easy. You make your way around. And then they have listeners and they find out about you and you have listeners. So, I like the fact that we've been able to like help worlds collide because a lot of our fans, you know, end up liking other shows and vice versa. Uh, so I like making appearances like this because, you know, I get to know some of your fans and at the same time, uh, you know, a lot of people that I know are going to listen because I'm on here. Um, so I wave at them. That's pretty dope. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's one of those things that we've been learning in our, in our infancy of being podcasters is like, if you, you know, you show people some love that you really like their work and they do it, they do it in kind. And people do have that cross pollination that you, that you get, uh, once people look like, yo, your stuff was dope. No, your stuff was dope. So yeah, we're, we're happy. We're happy that folks will hopefully, if they haven't already been listening to your, your, your work, uh, and the work of the folks in your network that they will now be able to go do that. They need to check out some of those older, um, cold other podcasts cause they were freaking ridiculous. So <laughs> we had fun. I mean, we, we did like a lot of episodes that were like, I think we did a two part history of the X-Men and we actually brought in a guy, um, Brandon Murphy, who like he broke down like all these different comics for us. And that's the great thing about doing these shows is as much of an expert or a nerd as I am about a lot of things, there's a lot I don't know, and there's a lot of gaps in my knowledge, and I. It's great to find experts to fill those gaps with their knowledge, mm. and that's one of that's one thing I've loved about the shows that we've been doing is, uh, you know, getting people in that can talk like sports better than us or wrestling better than us, and really, you know, give us another perspective. But uh, you know, just the fact that you know a few guys can just get together and talk some great stuff about you know about what we grew up on and it spawned a number of different you know different uh avenues and podcast networks like uh the click nation uh tim dog was one of our co-hosts and he started his own podcast while with us and that's still running strong in fact he runs the count chronicles and some other shows eclectic uh you know, was with us. He was my, you know, initial co-host, mm-hmm. and he started his own podcast, podcast EDP, and that he's got his own channel with his own series of shows, and it's like everything is just branched out to the point where people even come up to me on Twitter or on Facebook or whatever and say, "Hey, you helped me inspire me to do a podcast," and I'm like, "I did." <laughs> you know? I, you know, I just thought you were just following me. I didn't know you were like taking notes. You know, I'm no. <laughs> You know, I'm no mo- role model for any of that stuff, but I'm just glad that we've been able to touch on to, you know, and, and influence people uh, without touching them or being touchy feely. But the fact is, I like the fact that we've been able to influence people because it it motivates me to keep going. Right. You know, right. it's one of those things where it's like, why do you keep doing this? I, I do this for people that hear it and go, you know what? I'm going to, you know, do something you know, on my end, I, I, I mean, I want everyone to have a podcast because then no one will listen to yours <laughs> at the same right. time. You know, I just like the fact that people can like, you know, take that and say, well, thank you. This is cool. Yeah, I, I think right. to a certain extent, I know C and I had talked about this prior to 
um, us actually starting the cast. But even before I met C, um, I have to I have to give a, a big shout out to the folks over at This Week in Blackness because that was I was a part of their community for a bit, yeah. and I feel like that totally helped me to understand that I was able to do this as well. Um, so it's it's all that each one teach one. Everyone kind of look at each other's stuff and say, hey, this is this is a spot that may not be um, uh, being serviced and maybe I can step in there if I have some kind of know-how and knowledge on things. So, Word, if you're out there and you you think that you can and want to do a video game podcast, I've already had a couple folks hit me up on the side. It was like, yo, we love the way you guys uh, sound. Is there ways that we can, you know, do that on our end? And I will absolutely take the time to, to let you know what we are doing well and what we are missing out on and you know share that knowledge i don't think anybody should be holding that stuff back yeah there, there's enough uh room at the table for everybody to eat and that's that's what i found out uh and you know the easy way and the hard way i say the hard way because i tried that podcast beef thing to promote shows before <laughs> it's been fun in some cases and it does turn ugly in others so you know you gotta be careful with that you push sharif jackson does not play you know, right, right, yeah, I know, I know. His pimp hand is strong. I mean, he, it I is. mean, he's a person who has seventeen podcasts. He's been to NASA, and yeah, he right. he live tweets stuff, so he can have like live yeah. tweeted just roll up on me out of nowhere. And I was like, yo, he actually. could he could just roll up on the on the spot with his black weblog award winner plaque and just like put that on the table, eat the food out of your refrigerator, and not not say nothing to you, and you you'll let him do it. You want to know something yep. about Sharif Jackson really quick? I'm gonna say this because not. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the thing. This is Sharif Jackson we, cast. This is slander. I really, I really think because there was there was some talk about other people on Twitter the other day being other people having different monikers. Torre, blah blah blah. I don't even know what that is. I know who Torre is, but I don't know what the whole thing was about. But Sharif Jackson, I really think in his alter ego, or I think Sharif Jackson is his actual alter ego. I think he's. Oh, he, he does go by Agent Jackson sometimes, and I think that is a person. I think he like, is really Big Red from the Five Heartbeats. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that he is the kind of person who will hang you off the edge of a balcony if you mess up with him. And I'm just I'm yeah, just gonna throw that out there. Yeah, I'm just gonna throw that out there. He, he he looks he doesn't look like he's diesel, but he can hang you over over right. a balcony real quick. Listen, let me tell you guys something about Sharif Jackson. <laughs> he is he is on the subject. Right. He is omniscient and omnipresent because he just direct messaged me <laughs> right now. Right now. This is in real time. Are you serious? No bullshit. Hand to God. All right, we need, all right, we're not going to talk about Sharif anymore because that's some candy. Right. That's some Candyman shit. I'm not fucking with that. I'm not going. Yo, sis, my name out your mouth. So. Yo, I'm, right. we already said his name four times. Shut up. Don't say it again. Right. I know. Shut up. Let's talk about uh, JP Fairfield though. I, right. I, 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 yeah, I, I, I can say nothing but good things about JP. Me neither. In fact, that's the whole reason why I, I, I uh, am a guest on their show so often. JP is awesome. Uh, I love JP. JP yeah, gets JP. mad props. Yeah, Matter of fact, JP JP is Sharif's muscle. You don't mess you don't mess with Sharif. JP will come after you. Gotta you gotta go through JP to get to Reef. Y- yep. Yeah. Yep. And you ain't getting you ain't getting the Reef. I ain't, I ain't so. mad at it. I dig it. <laughs> I totally dig it. Um, so you are also besides the, the numerous podcasts in your network that you are doing, do you have any other stuff that's going on that you want to tell folks about? Um everything's on the website uh all of our podcasts and shows coldslitherpodcast.com is the home for that um i also do some blogs on there i'm uh we're part of the league of extraordinary bloggers which is a fun project <laughs> where um they give us assignments each, each week uh and i had done it in a while but i started to do you know do it up again so they'll give us an assignment like um 
I think the last one was like um, I can't even remember what the last one is, but the one before that was cryptozoology, and it was like, well, pick up a pick a like a a character like an old monster or something that was like of myth or legend and write about it. So people were writing about Bigfoot and Loch Ness monster, and I wrote one about the Gill Man. Uh, you know, if uh, you ever seen like Creature from the Black Lagoon, mm-hmm. and I just like kind of wrote about my experience of uh, watching it on 3D when I was a kid, and how I always was fascinated with the Gill Man, and when I walked the uh, subway tunnels in New York City during high school, which is uh, not a smart thing to do, kids. <laughs> I, right. I, I, even then, I was like. I wonder if the Gill Man made his way to New York. Maybe he was down here or something. And, you know, it, it, like I would tell stories and people were like, no, no. The only thing in subways are alligators and Ninja Turtles, stupid. So <laughs> I blog like that and, you know, and and do like movie reviews and uh, comic book, uh, you know, recollections. I'm usually a guest on other folks shows, too, like the Comic Book Chronicles. I did a guest host on that a, a week back. Um yeah, we tried a wrestle cast, which is a wrestling podcast, uh, a few years ago, and that never got off the ground. But uh, I still tweet about wrestling on my wrestle cast account. Um, so you know, basically, <laughs> I just go on and talk about all my interests. Um, you know, in terms of gaming, I've got an Xbox 360, which uh, I've had for about almost a almost two years. Like I got it pretty late, so when the Xbox One came out, I'm not really, I really haven't gotten it yet. Mm-hmm. Sure, uh, but uh, you know, I still I still do, do gaming on the 360, and uh, you know, this is after I would say a decade away from gaming because I was pretty heavy in Sega Dreamcast, so I skipped over like all the Sony PlayStation 3 stuff, even PlayStation 2, uh, to the point where it was like, well, time for Xbox, you know, time for Xbox, and I, I was ca- I've been playing catch up on a lot of games, like I played like a lot of Halo games and Call of Duty games from over the years, just catching up, going, "Well, this is awesome," and people were like, "Yeah, that was cool back in 2009," <laughs> right, <laughs> <Man>. right. <laughs> that kind of thing. So uh, that's been interesting and fun, and uh, you know, just uh, just been keeping up with everything. Are you kind of like a gra- yeah. I'm going to ask, are you kind of like a gaming grandpa in that way, where you're like, "Oh, this is so cool! Look at these new things all over me." <laughs> Well, at first, and then, you know, I started to, I think YouTube helped me get the speed a lot faster because for a lot of games, I would just start watching the YouTube videos or even now on Twitch TV, I would watch those videos and, you know, just kind of get a feel for the gaming atmosphere and environment. And uh, one thing I noticed is that kids do ruin everything. (laughs) Yeah. Like uh, the under 18 crowd, uh, they, they are, I mean, they redefine the word little shit. When you see them like in the video games, because they're always trolling and team killing and doing all other kinds of stupid shit, uh-huh. and they want to one v one you and all. The- it's like, dude, just play the game and enjoy it, you know. So yeah, I'm an old guy in that fashion, but I think most people over the age of eighteen are old in that fashion because, you know, these kids out here, man, I don't, I don't understand them. Yeah, so I don't know if it's like ADD lack of Ritalin or sugar or what what yeah these, a, get off my it's lawn a lack of beatings right. yeah right. it is exactly. that's what it is yeah kids are so spoiled whether it's the beatings or um I would say this too because there's a lot of people younger than me on Twitter because I'm nearing forty um when I see people talk about oh I don't like this food or you know online or on social networks I'm like you know what you can tell whose mother let them leave the the dinner table and whose didn't. Right. Because, right. you know, because it was one of those things where 
you had to eat your ve- you had to finish your vegetables, and after a while, you did like it. You know, when I turned thirteen, yep. every food tasted good. You know, but <laughs> well, then I, I didn't like milk, eggs, nothing. Then pu- puberty hit, and I started mutating. It was like, oh, all this food is awesome. Uh-huh. Shit, you know. Yeah, right. And Cicero will tell you, when we were in the cafeteria, I ate everything. I ate yes, grits. Sir. I didn't know what they were. I did the whole first week. What the fuck is a grit thing? Oh that uh, you know, gosh. Northerners do when they go to a Southern school. It's like, right. what are you? What the hell are grits? You don't put you don't put uh, sugar on that. What's wrong with you? I can see you right. I can see you right now holding a box of Quaker grits, talking around, walking around the campus. Like, excuse me, excuse me. Um, what the fuck is hominy? Right, yeah. what's hominy? Yeah. This looks just like cream of wheat, but it don't taste like it. Tastes like, right, right. Is this farina? Right. right. Yeah. I remember. Um, uh, I think it was Raheem. He put cheese on it, and I just, yeah, and we just kept yeah. cheese from Philly. I was like, "Yo, Philly niggas yeah. ruined grits everything." <laughs> Seriously, I'm, st- I'm still shit, on. Though. I still it's understand shit. cheese on grits. I still don't get that. Oh uh, no, nah, it's the shit. It's the shit. It's, a, it's the shit. it is dope, get, but it's a regional yeah. thing, and you have to get used yeah. to you know. Yeah, it's yeah. like how people eat hot dogs and and stuff. Right. But I'm going right. off on the tangent. My main point is people that um, <laughs> don't finish their food. Are the most spoiled motherfuckers in the world because the, you know their mother let them. May I be excused? Yes, you may be excused. And they're the ones that are like, oh, this is trash. I hate this. I've never eaten. It. Like, yeah, you are a punk. I don't even think I've ever asked. I ever asked my grandmother if I could be excused from the table. Oh no, because my grandma used to cuss like a sailor. She'd be like, you excused to eat this motherfucking food that I just made. Oh, we couldn't even. We couldn't even go to the bathroom because she. You know, my grandma got wise to that shit too. The whole, can I go to the bathroom? You take the napkin dolled up with like what you do, put in the toilet. And, and clog up the toilet with napkins and shit. You know, like, where are you going to the why would you want to go to the bathroom mid meal? That's a big giveaway right there for a kid. If a kid tells you he wants to go to the bathroom mid meal, he's trying to throw some shit away. You know, it depends on how old the kid is. Because, you know, once you hit yeah. puberty, then the hormones start. There might be a totally different no, reason right. to go to the bathroom. Yeah. After post puberty, it's like, it's just, you know, you. Fi- I used to finish plates in like five seconds flat. You know, yeah. that was my thing. Jaws, you know, that was my nickname uh, in, in uh, growing up in teenage years. But it's like, I don't understand why kids just leave food on the table. It's just terrible. And parents let them do it. That's the right. thing. Like, uh, I have my nieces and nephews over and I'm like, finish your food. Oh, they don't have to finish their food. I'm like, why are you raising these kids this way? I don't know. You know? You're gonna get on Halo, uh, you know, or or uh, Destiny Part Seven later on, and like just ruin someone's life because you can't, you don't know how to finish your food. You don't know how to finish your plate. That's yeah, exactly. That. So I'm I'm basically making a distinctive link between finishing your dinner plate and your gaming habits. That's kind of where I'm going with that. I mean, it's been connected. I mean, I, I saw it. It was in Scientific uh, right. America last week. There it is. There it is. Yeah, it's facts. Mm-hmm. Science. Mm-hmm. So, um, so. Let me jump back to like forty tangents ago when you said that you, <laughs> you played you played um Sega Dreamcast. I know that you played Sega Dreamcast, or at least I assume they played Sega Dreamcast, because you were a big Sega fan when we were in college. And yeah, we had I the say, Genesis. Oh shit, do you want me to tell that story? And we gonna... can, can we can you tell me old C stories? Tell me all the young C stories. Please do that. Oh, All right. Um, oh, actually, man. I don't think you have too many stories that I mean, there were some that were personal, but uh, most of um, I guess we want to talk about your roommate or not. <laughs> I mean, we <laughs> <laughs> that is such a loaded ass question. Wow, it is because so that, that the yeah, yeah, um, yeah so, yeah, so, so, from, so yeah, you I, can tell what, that you can use what, monikers what, if you so, need to to, to, right, to protect so the innocent. Here's, here's right, here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. 
that when you go to college, college is a place where you can redefine yourself. And, and to an extent, especially when you go away um, and to an extent, I think we all do. We all take that time when we leave the nest to kind of puff out our chest and and blow out our feathers and and kind of say, you know, we are this person that we aspire to be. Yeah, you're out um, of high school, so you you basically can start start over and have a new persona if you want. Even if you exactly. like, you know, if whatever you weren't in high school, you're that in college, and you know you're trying to be big man on campus or whatever have right. you. Right. So now, um, in in the process of doing that, you also have to um, build a backstory. And <laughs> let's just say that my roommate's backstory was it was based in fact it was based on a true story but it wasn't quite factual um and then and we we won't mention any names because actually he and i are friends on facebook and you know i I mean listen right right, exactly the past is the past Um, he might listen to the show and you know he he might listen to the show yeah look i'll keep it real if you won't say it i will um he was from new york moved out but faked the whole time like he was still from new york (laughs) And like me and Cicero both being from New York, he's from Long Island, I'm from Brooklyn, you know, and I moved to Virginia before coming to, you know, to school. So it was no secret that I was like a transplant, so to speak, or by way of this guy was too, but he made no statement about it. And the whole time he just kept talking. It was it was mostly he was targeting you. Um, right, if if right. there's anything, if there's any such thing as regional bullying, he was doing that. You ain't even <laughs> right. from New York, man. You from Long Island, Long you know. Island, so right. you ain't you ain't down. Right. You ain't from you ain't from the hood. Right. And remember, right. mind you, this was like the early '90s, so this was right. you know, you, being from New York was still a thing. Oh yeah, right, that's right. True. Exactly. People, people still exactly. cared. Yeah, this right. was before Snoop came and crushed the buildings or whatever people say to you know make the feel, sales feel better about New York right. hip hop not being what it what, right. what it is. Right. Uh, well, it's to, not what it was, right. but uh, so that was his whole thing, and he would yeah. talk about that, and everyone just swore up and down. This guy was going to Brooklyn every weekend just to go home, right. or you know, and I kept asking him like, "Oh, so you up in Brooklyn? Where part you at?" Right. Uh, and I think uh. you you asked him more so than me because I was just like, yeah. you know, whatever, son. Um, yeah. And he, he would, you started giving him like quizzes about New York and he was just like was failing him. It was like, he was failing him hard. He was failing him hard. So, so here's, so here's the wonderful thing about Virginia State University. So the, the, um, greatest group of people at the university in terms of enrollment is from the state of Virginia. Number two is from the state of New York. Yes. So, so on our floor alone, there were at least at least 10 or 12 people just on our side of the floor that were from New York, like legitimately. We had a couple of dudes that knew Wu-Tang that lived in Staten Island that legitimately drove back and forth from Virginia to Staten Island every weekend and were surprised when they got triple O's on their first GPA. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Exactly. But yeah, so he yeah, so he um, misrepresented where he was from. He was much like Carmelo Anthony, born in New York. Yeah, that was definite, but was not from New York as we would classically like to believe. Like he did not make his way from to school from New York. He made his way to school from Richmond and had been in Richmond for numbers of years even before high school so 
Yeah. Um, yeah, it 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 caused it caused a little bit of a, you know, it, it caused a college college riff. Yeah. Um, but you know then, the the whole time hanging out and you know that's a divert from that story. Uh the, right. it was cool. We were all still cool. And it was one of those right, things right. where, you know, uh, me and Cicero were line brothers for BBS, uh, BBS, um, BBS? That, you know, and that was that was great. <laughs> and uh, beside that, remember uh, Bean Pie? Yes, Bean Pie. That's right. Uh, wait, we were wait, looking wait, at all these. What? <laughs> you can't just roll over a comment like Bean Pie. And not expect right, for me so, to not ask what the fuck is. All that? right, well let, let's let's make this relate to video games because we we, yeah, we, we did have the Nintendo uh, each in our door in our dorm rooms. I think uh, it was like Joe I, next door had a Nintendo. Joe, yeah, Joe, that's right. Yeah, yeah, he had a Nintendo in his room, so we would just go and play Tecmo yeah. Super Bowl and like right. tournaments for days and just yes. playing back and forth. Yes. And Cicero's team was the 49ers. Mine was like yeah. I think I used either I used the Chiefs mostly. Because uh, Christian right, Okoye, okay. Christian Okoye, yeah, yeah, and and uh, and you know, so we went back and forth with that, and um, between the crew, the all of us that were hanging together, we were all freshmen, um, and we saw these Greek letter organizations, and you know, we couldn't, yeah. we couldn't obviously join them, and we, we wanted to basically, we were one of those kids, we were stupid kids, we were like, let's start our own, um. Beta right. Epsilon Alpha New Pi, and we call it B Pi, and we had our like, own call and shit and on the yard. And it was just, it was retarded, man. It was stupid, but yeah. to this day, it's like B Pi, yeah. you fro. Like, <laughs> hey, right. so, hey, so no offense to any, you know, any of our Greek brothers that are out here. You know, we ain't trying to, you know, be offensive to y'all. That's just what we did back when we was kids, you know. But uh, that's my B Pi brother for life, right there. There wow. it is. There it is. I don't even. Yeah. I don't even know I where mean, to go. I mean, wow, bean, bean, right. be, brother, <laughs> uh, brother, bean pie. If you, yeah. if you're listening, yep, classic, yes. <laughs> if you're listening, brother, bean pie. Right. right. There's other bean pies out there. Yeah. Yeah. No, there we, are bean pies. We, yeah. Shout deep. out to all the bean pies. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Okay. We are. We we are pretty deep. Uh, I, uh, yeah. I actually I joined another organization while I was while I was at yeah. uh, while I was at Virginia State University. Um, that was. Uh, there's a big shout out to my B five brothers. Um yeah, you you know who you are if you're listening. B five to Cal to 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 all of them. So um anyway, back to video games. One last you know, thing, one last game, thing, because I gotta ask yeah, this. Go ahead. Were you there for Fred the RA? Yes. 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 Crazy. <laughs> the, <laughs> you want to talk the, about what, we, what, what happened to him? The weirdest dude. Go we ahead. ran an RA ahead, out of our can, door. What? Yeah, yeah. We, we there was this guy. Um, oh my gosh, he had he was a grad, I guess a graduate uh, student, and uh, you know, so he was the RA on our side of the floor in our right. dorm, and right. he was just like the creepiest, cheesiest dude ever. Like he had on he had a mustache; it was like pretty full, and you know, he had like the fro and everything. And he looked yeah. like um, Eddie Murphy's character. For, what was that movie where he the played like from the? Cl- from the clumps. No, not the crumps. Not from the crumps. Uh, the clumps. Uh, uh, what's the one where he played? Uh, uh, oh, Norbit. Uh, Norbit. He looked like Norbit. Yeah, yeah Norbit. Yes, wow. yes, yes. Yeah, he looked like yeah. Norbit for real, and he would just like sidle up to people, just annoying as shit, and just worrisome. Like, hey guys, what are you doing? What's going on? You know, like that kind of thing. Like we would be in the yeah. dorm playing Tecmo Bowl, <laughs> door wide open, and he would just walk in and just, like, stand there. Hey, guys, also, what's happening? Like, uh, nothing. You know, we're chilling. Right. You know, uh, talk to you later. 
you know, and he would just stand. So what's going on? Uh, he would ask really weird questions like, "So what's going on with the ladies? You got you guys getting in, into any trim? Like what? Oh the? my gosh! Oh my he goodness! Said trim? Yeah. yeah, trim. He would Ew. talk about trim. Yeah. yes, creepy. Yeah. And like you know, yeah. it was it was a you know it was ninety four, y'all. It was a boys only dorm. It wasn't like a yeah. co ed dorm. So we would have girls right. visit us in the lobby, whatever. If they was we were dating right. or friends or whatever, and he would come down, right. creep them out. And so we was like just yeah. over. And um I think eventually it got to the point where um I don't know how it got to this point. I think Cheesy Rat was involved, or he might not have been. Um, but uh eventually people got so pissed off at him um that they marked up his door. Yeah. Like I don't know if he was inside the door, or he was out right. to class. But I came back to class, and there was ketchup, mustard, every condiment you could think of, just sprawled yes. over the door. It's like a freaking like one of those abstract paintings. Like they just painted yes. up his door with every condiment you could find. Yes. And then, <laughs> while this was happening, uh, Mo came from down the hall, and I don't know if you remember Mo from DC. He had the high socks, which all yeah. DC brothers yeah, had. Yeah, back yeah, yeah. What up, Joe? And he was coming down. He was coming right. down, like uh, just lugging this big bucket of water, like, and and he came oh and just gosh. splashed on the floor outside the door. So it was like it deluged <sighs> into his room, like they would just splash it, and um, and then I was like, this is fucked up, and I just walked in my room, came back out like twenty minutes later, and. On the door was a big, uh, like, uh, it was like, I don't know if it was stabbed into the door or something, but it was like a burger, right? <laughs> From the calf. Oh, yes. That's and it right. had a note oh on gosh. it that said the, the RA can eat a big fat burger. And it, it was just <laughs> terrible. And, like, right then and there, when I saw that, he came out uh. the door. Like, he was in there the whole time. He must have been asleep. And he was looking at it. And then he comes, oh, man. and I think he came to our room where he was playing Tecmo Bowl, and he, he just comes and he's steaming. He goes, $100 for the door, $100 for the floor, and he just goes right back and just slams it. And that was like the last we saw of him. Uh, basically, what he was saying was the <laughs> dorm room deposit, was it was coming out of that for each of us because of that. Oh my god! And uh, the, yeah. the, the resident director, I don't know if he met with him, but that was like the last we saw of Fred, ever. That sounds, I don't that sounds like the now. worst. That sounds like the worst retelling of school days I've ever heard in my life. Oh, oh we didn't get to home. There, there oh. are, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There are college stories galore. We won't even talk about uh, Spring Fling. Will we? Classic. We won't remember the oh, Spring man. Fling tug of war. Oh no, no, we're not gonna talk about that. No, we gotta save that for another time. <laughs> I, I'm gonna have to have oh, exactly, man. exactly. Well, I, you know yeah. what though? Speaking of spring flings, we're gonna we're gonna wrap it, we're gonna wrap it back around, all right? We're gonna we're gonna pull it pull it back. Right? Yeah, we're gonna wrap it. Speaking, speaking right, back to games. back to games. Speaking of spring flings, we're gonna talk about NBA Live for a second. So NBA Live is making its comeback. Weirdly, like you guys were talking about with the spring fling comeback of <laughs> yesteryear when you guys were doing your own throwback to school days. <laughs> I want to know who I want to know who was Lawrence Fishburne, but we'll do we'll do that yeah. whole discussion later. Yeah, yeah, we'll do um, that whole cast because yeah. we know that one. <laughs> got an answer for that. <laughs> oh my god! Um, so NBA Live, after not doing well last year, is actually making another comeback that we did not see coming because actually they dropped a trailer the other day and it looked fairly good. I was really surprised at how well it came off. I was not thinking that it was going to show well, but it totally looks pretty dope. What do you think? 
yeah, go ahead. Uh, go ahead, Classic. You go ahead first. Um, I like the detail. Um, and, you know, uh, we know that uh, 2K has been, like, basically ruling the NBA uh, circuit for in video games for the last few years. And, um, I mean, NBA Live, this looks good. Uh, the last one last year graphically looked good, too. You know, it's just how it's going to come down to gameplay and the fun factor. And is this going to really take sales away from 2K, uh, you know, when it gets released? But, uh, I mean, from what I saw, you know, the, the, with the detail and, uh, you know, the lighting and the, the, the lightnesses of the players and everything, I think this is going to be a pretty cool game. Yeah. See, what do you think? So uh, one of the things that you that you know about NBA Live um, that I think has always been constant with NBA Live is their ability to get the faces right. Um, mm-hmm. And that was something that was on full display in this trailer. Um, the thing that people don't seem to realize with this, and obviously everyone's talking about, well, I'll believe it's as good as it looks when I'm able to play it. But the thing that people didn't see in this trailer was white people. There were no white basketball players in this trailer, um, which is. I mean, that would just be a reflection of life, wouldn't it? Well, it would, except there, there, <laughs> I'm there are a fair amount of fair amount of, um, you know, non-black, non-Negroes in uh, in the NBA. But the reason that I point that out, and and I'll also say there were no, uh, you didn't see a Kenneth Fareed or or even a James Harden in the video, um, in in the trailer, and the reason that I bring these people up is because everyone that you saw in the video either had a baldy or like a low cut Caesar, so you didn't get to see hair movement in the game. Mm. And that's important. Mm, that's a good point. That is a good that's point. Important, um, bec- because that's a good point. One of the things that t- I mean, even 2K is still having difficulty in, in 2K14. They had difficulty with hair, especially, you know, people like Dirk, Dirk Nowitzki look, you know, horrible. But that was one of the things that they really like that people really raked NBA live over the coals with last year was the fact that. Um, you know, Steve Nash looked like an alien and the hair was just really <laughs> weird. Like everything was just super, super weird when you started to look at um, some of the, you know, the European players, some of the white players, the guys with, you know, funky hairstyles, mm-hmm. um, what what that looks like. And, and, you know, not even showing James Harden, who's got, you know, who's got a mohawk. And a full bushy beard, but you want to be able to see that. Like you want to be able to see that type, those types of textures. And they and they didn't put that on display. So I'm still very nervous. I have, um, I am as as intrigued as I as I've ever been for NBA Live, but I am less encouraged by this trailer than most people are. I, I don't know. Go ahead, Classic. I heard yeah, I was going to agree with Cicero there. Um, you know, yes, uh, you know, you don't see too many uh, white players. Um, and, uh, however, uh, there, I did see, I did spot uh, Blake Griffin. Uh, so, you know, that's kind of like, I guess, halfway <laughs> there. But, uh, but, <laughs> yeah, he's in there. He's still black. Um, but to, however, to your point, uh, 
Kevin Love, you do see the back of his head in one shot, and you do see his hair, but it does kind of resemble a helmet a little bit. You know, you don't see too much motion mm-hmm. there. Um, how, however, you know, I do have hope because there is motion in the uh, the jerseys, and you know, it's kind. I mean, hair is right. a lot harder to you know kind of animate, and they still have time to do that. And I, I, I would imagine that that's what they're working on now is just getting that down um you know that animation down but uh i mean if this is like the the worst that would happen from this it's still it would still be a pretty fun game to play if uh you know if they really if if ea can like really get behind the gameplay and just make that better uh because uh, you know i know they've been raked over the coals for this and for madden over the last few years and they really need to make that comeback i really do think that this distances them further from uh nba elite and that debacle with the, uh, the, mm-hmm. the the Jesus figure standing in the middle of the court, <laughs> yeah. Jesus. So uh, you know, I I think at least at the very least, there's that, and it gives two K some competition. You know, I don't know if this is steady or stiff competition. Maybe they'll get someone to executive produce the game or something, but uh, who knows? Uh, you well, know, it, they, but it is a nice they, alternative. They they don't have a lot of time. You said you know they're working on on getting stuff done. They probably, as we record this, probably have about two weeks, 10 business days to get this game in the can. Yeah. Um, because it still has to go through cert. Um, and that process generally takes about two weeks. And they've got, or, or actually, so they probably have a week because then they still have to press discs to get it ready mm-hmm. for shipping. So, you know, if this, I mean, this game should be gold by now. And if it's not... Then, yeah. and, then and we have to assume know, that this it's, trailer it's not it's not looking good. Yeah, we have to assume this that this trailer here is uh you know, even though it was released today, um, or in the past week, um right. that it's it was still a few days or maybe a week or two old but by the time they released sure. it. Like, you know, they, they 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 didn't just release it fresh off the uh right. off the assembly line. So uh Right, right, right. It's hot from the studio. Right. It's hot ninety seven exclusive. Oh God! Yeah, that, uh, that's a whole nother yeah. New York reference. flex bombs all over the place. Right. But uh, no, right. I, kn- I knew it was coming. <laughs> um, well, speaking of speaking of Madden, over this past week, hopefully uh, some of you have gotten the chance to. Uh, or some of you who follow us on Twitter were able to see um, the thing that we talked about last week actually happen. Week one showdown, Madden NFL 15, connected franchise, Stubby Stands, Oakland Raiders <laughs> versus Kaja Kins, New York Jets at MetLife Stadium. Week one. Um, our, our, I don't even want to talk our, about our this. Friend, our friend Wicked Good set the line at two touchdowns for the Raiders. Uh, unfortunately, Steve, I'm sorry I did not cover, but I did get that W. I did get that W. Thank you. Thank you very I, much. I I gave I gave away a great game by by so here's the crazy thing. So it was tied for most of the game. I made a really bad play. And actually if you want to if you want to look at the game itself, if you haven't seen it, um you we can we can link to the Twitch uh, archives of both of us playing at the same time. Both of us streaming from different yeah, angles. Awesome. From different angles. So you'll be able to either look at C's uh, viewpoint or my viewpoint and see me throw a, a a a pick six at the end of the game to lose it oh, for myself. With two seconds left. With two seconds left, after I called it, 
a minute and a half prior to throwing the ball. It was prophetic. It was like, I am like the final destination yes. of Madden. I called it and said, this would be some shit if I fucking threw a pick six right now and lost the game. Oh, shit. I just threw a pick <laughs> yeah. six. Now, were you uh, using Gino or uh, Vic? Okay. Gino. Because I don't believe in Vic right now. I, I I love Mike Vic. I will ride for Mike Vic. I know people don't like that. I don't care. But. He's your dog? I, I was like, I want to. Mike Vick. Oh, Vick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. He said, Awkward. Oh, I don't. Oh, man. Awkward. Um, no, he, he, I don't, that just totally threw me off. Anyway, I went with Gino Nostro, Nostro's uh, yeah. <laughs> Smith. And uh, I threw a totally, I totally threw a pick six right at the end of the game and lost it for myself. If you, if there was a camera on me, I was, mo- I was the most dejected man in all of Portland. They hurt after do after doing that joint because I, I had played a pretty decent right. game. I did, I made a mess up because when you're streaming and people are talking, you kind of you're not paying attention. And I could have won the game. I could have had myself in a good position to play the game. I am proud of what I Absolutely. did in that game, Absolutely. but. Because I was expecting to get blown out. Because I'm a really bad Madden player. I suck at Madden. Of all the sports games you could ever give to me, football Madden uh, games are one of my the banes of my existence. Because I suck at them. I'm really bad. Uh, but I held my own because I was thought Cicero was going to blow me out, but he didn't. So I did not. I, I feel bad. I feel bad, and uh, I, I give up and give massive props to Cicero for a wonderful game. I'm usually a terrible loser. But I'm being a good person because my mama said I well, should. Well, is there going to be rematch in the future? Yeah, or, you know, right. the best of three, seven, five. What's going on here? Is this it? Well, well we're, I don't know. Playing, it doesn't really work like that the for the season. Okay. We're, we're playing through the schedule. Um, I know that uh, Khalif will be able to play some other, um, some humans. other crews, humans, humans. Okay. Um, oh, you guys are sticking to one team. The franchise. All right. Yeah. right, right, right. So yeah, so it's connected yeah, we, franchise. We, you pick a, you pick, uh, you select yourself as an owner of a particular franchise, and you can either keep them at their their high level, or you can bring them from the bottom and raise them to the top, which is what I'm trying to do with the Oakland Raiders. We're okay. moving to L.A., y'all. Nice, do it. Oh, yeah, God. these guys ain't seen these. Yeah, we're each already other in so. Right. Yeah, we're already in week Enough three. Of that I'm no one cares. No one cares about the stupid ass Raiders. Yeah, no. Well, well, F the Raiders. You'll, you'll, no, I'm just playing. You'll see. You'll see. You'll see. You'll believe it's gonna in be us. a hard road. For, it's gonna be a hard road for my Jets. It's gonna be a hard road for my Jets because we are really bad. And I'm, I'm now I'm looking at it and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna rep my old New York team. And now I'm like an idiot. I'm like, I have no chance to win games. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's so bad. That's that's what happens. Yeah. Don't be a homer. No, don't no. don't be a homer. Pick the team. Pick the team that's ninety nine. Yeah. I've lost many uh, a fantasy don't, league don't, because don't, I've don't had too it. many Jets on my roster being a homer and just like you know it just doesn't work yeah. out. Yeah, J E T S yeah. lose lose lose. Yeah, what you yeah. gotta do? The key, everyone, is to build through the draft. The first year does not matter. The first year never matters unless you're you know unless you pick a ninety nine team and you go for the win. The first year doesn't matter. It's all about your GM skills, scouting. The right rookies, drafting the right players, finding the free agents that will make your team the perennial powerhouse that you want them to be. 
That's what it's all about. I can only do that in basketball games, though. I can't do that in football games because then I'm looking for a dude named Bean Pie, and if he's not in there, then I can't. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I'm, li- I'm like, is this Bean Pie on the O line? Is he really, really big and really, really tall? What's his rating? He's a 75. Yeah. Damn it, I'm not picking you. Um. So, yeah. so um, uh, while speed. we're on EA Sports, <laughs> right, right, deceptive speed. <laughs> while we're while we're on EA Sports, um, I want to talk about today is uh, Thursday, September fourth, and I want to say that uh, the NHL um, via EA Access NHL fifteen has has been released. So I've got the full game. Um, there was a demo released on the three sixty. Um, actually, on all platforms, PS3, 360, PS4, um, Xbox One, uh, uh, about a week ago. But the full game has been released via EA Access for the Xbox One. I was able to play a little bit of it. Um, and the presentation is amazing. It is fantastic. You're still getting the same six hours that you got from Madden for the for the preview. Um, presentation is fantastic. Graphically is fantastic. The sound is great. Um, but then there are the features. I unfortunately, and I, and I, it really pains me to say it. I was super, super excited. Like, I, I mean, it was part of my plan. Um, I took it as, as a given that I was going to be purchasing NHL 15 this, this, uh, this fall, uh, to play some hockey. And uh, unfortunately, Bricago, I, I can't with confidence say that I will. Um, there just it's not there aren't enough features there to to make it worth a purchase. Not not for 60 bucks. Um, but yeah. it, it is if I mean, you it's love gonna hockey, be hard, though, right? Because it's going to. Yeah. 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 That's what I'm saying. It's like there's going to be a lot of folks who are really going to be like. I swore I was going to go buy this game and I, I don't have enough hockey knowledge to know what are the things that they're going to be looking for as opposed to, you know, me being, me being a very uh, big ba- basketball fan. I know exactly what I'm expecting and what I really, really want from a basketball game. I would love to hear what folks are thinking and saying when it comes to the NHL game. Cause like you said, it is uh, of all the games that have come out so far this year on the sports side of things. It has the best presentation package I've seen. It's like almost, you know, the glory days of 2K5 uh, good in in terms of how well it looks. Right. The things that they've done with the motion, not even motion capture, because they actually did full uh, FMV right. for for the people in the booth. So it, it's it's a really good job they did. It just makes me sad that they're not going to get the hockey fans going to get the things they really wanted uh, in in some of the features. Right. I mean that's that's the thing. That's what it's that's what it's all about. If you are if you're if you're uh, uh, you're in Chicago, you're a big NHL fan, and the only thing you play on NHL is be a pro or offline GM. If you play those offline modes. Then go ahead and get this hockey because it's it's going to be perfect. It's going to be fine for you. Um, but if you're like me and you played Be a Pro, but you also played the online version of Be a Pro, which is EA SHL and the online team play, um, then which I mean was a a major major component of my uh, NHL gameplay playing experience going online with. Uh, a couple of friends and we formed a, you know, we formed a team and we'd go out and we face other people. Um, you pick a position and you build those guys up that way, or you have, you play drop in, 
drop in games with those same characters and, and, you know, make those guys better as you play the game. Um, that's not going to be there, but everything else about the game is top notch. The presentation is phenomenal. The physics are phenomenal. The way the guys skate, um, scoring goals, uh, the, you know, the, the puck physics, it's just, it's, it's all excellent. It is all just wonderful. Like you can really see the polish that the extra year that they took to, to build out the current gen version of the game. It's all, it's all there on the screen. Um, what's not there though are the features and, and that's really disappointing. Um, I, you know, I really wish that they, they either had more time, um, or, it, you know, they reconsidered that decision. Um, but yeah, so, you know, all you've got in terms of online options as of, as of today or as of Tuesday when, uh, when the game is released is, uh, online, uh, t- uh matchups with, you know, 1v1 team versus team and, um, hockey ultimate team, NHL, you know, 15 hockey ultimate team. So basically they made sure that they put the revenue generator into the, into the game, which, you know, uh, I, I'm of two minds of like, look, they, this is something that's ultimate team is popular across all of EA sports. Um, so, and it makes sense and it makes the money. So it makes sense that it's there. Um, but they made sure that that was full featured and it was in there and it was ready to go. But, um, these, these, uh, these hockey leagues that don't make any money weren't. Um, which is, you know, again, just kind of disappointing. Classic. Do you did did you play any other sports games? I know you said that you uh, you liked you were a tech mobile aficionado. Uh, do you, did you have any other sports games? That you um, really into? Well, I was never big on NHL. Um, I think I played like uh, I might played it like uh, you know back in the day. You know, maybe one year or something. I'm looking at this NHL 15 uh, the gameplay and it does look phenomenal in terms of like just the presentation. Um, and, and it looks like it will be a lot of fun. Um, but, uh, let's see, other than, uh, other than like NBA 2K series, um, you know, uh, the occasional Madden, I was into that. Um, I got to go back to like Dreamcast in terms of sports games, really <laughs> like, the, but, uh, the, wow. that's, that's going, that's like, a, another show altogether. That's like an old school podcast really, but, uh, <laughs> uh we'll, we'll have, we'll have an old school virtual. Yeah, oh my gosh. Yeah. And, then tennis, and when it became tennis 2K, <laughs> Yeah, with Venus oh, and Serena. Yeah, that was, was so that was awesome, man. And then uh, you know what though? You know what? A game that was so underrated that people fronted on really hard, but was one of my favorite sports, quote unquote, sports games, was Rockstar Table really? Tennis. Oh, uh, it's it's a must. I st- I'm looking at my copy of it on the 360 right now. It was. It is Rockstar Table Tennis yes. was an amazing game. Amazing, amazing. Amazing! People, if you have a 360, super hard, and it was really good. You have a 360. Go out and get it. It's like a dollar now. Cool. Go and yeah. get that classic. That's yeah. most of where my games come from at the dollar bin, except for you know, like if there's yeah. demos or new games that I must have. But uh, yeah, I'm, I've been playing catch up for the last few years on uh, 360 games. Rockstar, Rockstar yeah. Table Tennis. So that was they they use that as the. Um, the the engine it was used it was the engine that they used for Grand Theft Auto Four. Okay. Was uh, and right. as they tested it out with with table tennis, it's amazing. It's for me for my dollar one of the best games that was released last generation. 
Yeah, it was an amazing, it was an amazing yeah. game. Um, one of, one of the ones that kind of you go back to over and over again. If you have like nothing else to play, you'd be like, Oh, let me just pop this in real quick. Um, I guess another one of those would be like Fallout, Fallout 3 and New Vegas yeah. and, and stuff like that. Right. Um, Speaking of. it was a story that came out. Yeah, there's a story that came out on Kotaku that we saw the other day um, that talked about this one dude who had a very specific mission uh, in Fallout. If you've never played it, it's a huge open world game that basically you can do all these different things. The story is really narrative based, but there's all these offshoots that you'll see around the world uh, that'll just happen randomly. Um, and he went into this thinking, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to kill Every person that's ever been in the mm-hmm. game, basically any any NPC that is in this game, I'm going to kill them, and this is going to be my mission. Uh, see, I know you have some thoughts on that. Yeah. Uh, tell me what you think. So, uh, the gamer's name is Many a True Nerd, which uh, is epic. So, uh, congrats to you for that one. <laughs> um, he decided he decided that he was going to kill everyone. So he started. Um, he started by killing everyone in the vault. Um, the first person being his mother, um, the, the, the main protagonist's mother. Yeah. And he and he made a woman with devil horns um, because, you know, why not? Um, and he proceeded to kill everyone that the game would allow you to kill in in the in the vault before you actually go outside. And then he went around. And he killed everyone outside of he completely Liam Neeson fallout. He was he had a particular set of skills and his set (laughs) of skills was to kill everything. Um, Yeah. So it it was it was amazing. Um, The first this on the Kotaku page, there's a video up of uh, his his vault excursion. Um, but he's got more stuff in his YouTube page. So if you go and you check out his YouTube page, um, uh, let's see if I can find the name of it really quickly. Um, you guys, Vamp Classic, did you get to see this? Yeah, um, I, I did watch a bit of it. I think his YouTube is just many a true nerd. Um, his YouTube that is channel. correct. And yeah, he's got the for Fallout Three. He kills everything. And then he does it for uh, news New Vegas. I think he's got a trailer for that coming up. And um, right. this is both amazing and disturbing at the same time. The, the fact that he went through <laughs> all this trouble. I've tried this in a number of games. Um, you know, usually the non-playable characters respawn, or they you know, or they just you know resurface in some color swap. Like I think when I played Fable Three, I was doing that. You know, when I started to try to be a villain, you know, you, you just start to just like attack, right. and kill people, mm-hmm. and you know, so I was like, I'm just gonna kill everybody because screw it. I'm already got a bounty on my head. Let's get the million dollar bounty. And then you try to kill you, then the cops come or the constables and you kill them and you kill them. But new people just keep resurfacing, so it just basically becomes an all out kill fest. But just trying to kill people and they don't come back and you're trying to just find people and kill them. Uh, you know, and just going on this mission, uh this is just some new new shit. 
You know, this, this is some, I don't know. Maybe uh, we, we need to put this guy on a watch list or something because hopefully this is just localized video games. Like you know, I mean, I think I, the crazy thing that I like, even in just the title of the article, it says it took this dude seven months to do this. Seven months, yeah. That is some dedication. Yeah, dedication for you. That is some dedication, yeah. man. It's like I get really tired when I have to do like three quests. I'm yeah. like, I'm tired. <laughs> I want to go to sleep. Uh, These quests are too long. It's a fetch quest. Was, was he doing a lot of starting? Like kind of like if it did, if it didn't uh, kill correctly, did he like just not save and like reboot? No, well, uh, not from the video that I saw. I mean, there were you know obviously lots of edits for for the sake of everyone's time, um, but uh, it seemed like he was you know just kind of straight going through it. And I know for the for the New Vegas one, he's on the permadeath. He's he has a uh, permadeath enabled. So yeah, so it's definitely not him stopping and restarting. Or if he is stopping and restarting, it's you know he's, it's because he died and he can't come back. Um, but his I miss that game yeah. though. Uh, Fallout or New Vegas? Fallout. Okay. Fallout was such a good game. Yeah, the crazy thing is that I remember them talking about it in the. Uh, article was that he was like you know you have to kind of account for bugs because bethesda games are super buggy especially the right. open world ones right so he was like you kind of have to account for bugs and the fact that you would kill everybody people would just randomly <laughs> already know that you'd killed somebody if you're in a totally other town right. <laughs> right. <laughs> like you just you just killed somebody who was all the way on the other side of the map and they were like you are a murderer and i'm like oh shit. yeah uh check out the, the dude's commentary is is rather spirited so uh if you get a chance check it out it's really good um, I will ask you guys, and, and Classic, you already kind of answered this, but Kai, have you broken a game or fundamentally uh, changed, changed the way a game reacts to you um, by, by doing something that you um. weren't supposed to? I know that uh, when Lisa Brown was on the show in our um, the infamous Flamingo Teeth talk, she, she kind of spoke about how her and her brother avoided having a conversation with a character towards the end of the game to try and keep that character alive rambo's uh vietnamese girlfriend um, uh, mm-hmm. yeah so like and and because if you if you spoke to her then you went to like the colonel or something like that and in the credits the list all the people that died and she was one of them and they mm-hmm. tried they tried not uh, talking to her to skip it so what have you done? I don't. Well, I mean, it's weird because it's like some of the games will let you break the rules a little bit. Um, you'll see the fun thing is you'll see a lot in the speed run uh, community where they will know all these bugs that make you will let you basically clip through the world. And then you go through this whole other part of the map and you're like you shave like 10 seconds off your time or whatever. Um, most of the stuff that I've done in games that I've played, uh, some of it was in uh, Fallout itself. Uh, some of it was in Dark Souls because Dark Souls will let you break it. Um, and it's a breakable game where it just does these weird things and you're like, ah, oh, that totally works in my favor. Thank you. I appreciate you for being brick buggy and broken. Um, but I, I wound up finding a really bad bug. I, you know what? I shouldn't say it's a bug. It was a save issue. And I have all these save issues with games. I'm now thinking about all this stuff. Uh, Fallout, classic, um, uh, I had this classic. Khalif has a shitty buggy PS3, by the way. But he's just realizing that now. <laughs> Actually, I don't. I don't anymore. It's in GameStop. GameStop is taking my PS3. Bye bye PS3. <laughs> um, 
I, I had this one bug where I was coming out of, I was going into the wasteland uh, in DC and they had these two dudes. I think I probably spoke about this once on a, on an earlier show, but they, I would come out of the train station. This one guy would roll up on me. He would have two of his friends and he was like, Hey, I hear that you are one of the uh, tunnel rats. And I was like, yeah, I want a tunnel rats. I'm going to go over here and go shoot all these zombies and all these monsters. And he was like, you know what? All right, cool. Die. And then that's the end of the loop. It would stop there. I would get shot by three dudes. There's no, I have no recompense. There's nothing I can do. I have no life or no stem packs to give myself health. And I had, and that was the end of a load. So anytime you go back into the game, it would do that same loop over and over and over again. Oh, so shit, I, there was nothing shit. I could do about it. It was, it was the worst because I, I was like far, I was the furthest I had been in the game and couldn't get past it because I would auto die. Because there was no room for me to go back, and it would follow you through the door. So if you try to go back into the into the station, they would follow you through and still kill you. Uh, uh, it was not fun. But that's the they they that's them doing their thing. That's what they do. It's just like that. Yeah. Nothing you can do. What about you? Um, uh, well, I can't think of it. Uh, so go ahead, go ahead, classic. Yeah. Other than Fable Three, I can't, you can't think, think of, of any. any. No, I think I tried one in um uh, one of the classes in like Bully Three. Uh, or but not bully three, but bully um, scholarship edition. When I played that, sure, um, you know, and I think it was just like I think it was probably the music classes where you have to like you know time it with the um, you know time your uh, your input with the uh, you know the chimes or whatever mm-hmm. so that you can pass the classes. And for some reason, the music class was like the toughest one for me. Um, but I think just the way I got around that was like I would flip the controller over and just like tap the uh, the shoulder buttons. You know, certain way, like I would just do it so that you know I can actually time it better, and you know, but most of the time with like those time, those time sensitive games where it's like you have to do it with the rhythm, I try not to follow the actual music because it's like I feel like black rhythm is different than video game developer rhythm. I'm like, yeah, that's it right there. And I'm like, no, it's wrong. That's off. I'm like, what the fuck? That's why I, I could never like get Guitar Hero because I'm like, yeah, you, come on, y'all, y'all, y'all not listening to the same beat I'm at. I'm at two and four. You're at one and three. <laughs> you know. Um. So I would just follow what's on screen and just follow you know that and like mute the mute the uh, volume just so I can pass it. But that's the only th- way I can get around that. Huh. Oh my god, that's actually a good. I think that's actually a really good uh, place to stop for a second. I think. Talking about rhythm, we usually have a lot of music going on in our show. We have our music break coming up right now. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully the rhythms that you hear, you'll be able to dance to on the twos and threes yeah. and not the not the ones yeah. and fours. Uh, so here's our music break. Take a listen and we'll be right back after this. And now for my next number, I'd like to return to the, to the, to the classic. I'm better than I ever been. I rock him, the fiend of a mic. Oh, before yeah. Is y'all ready for 2007? It's now another drought. Everybody's a killer. Wow, we bugging out. Just 86 showing the crowd what I'm about. And they still want to know when the album coming out. Acting teenagers, OGs, and ask the kids what their definition of classic is. Timeless, so age don't count in the booth. When your flow stays submerged in the fountain of youth. Ain't no doubt in the truth, I'm off the meters. Everybody co-signing, even non-believers. Since I came in the door, became one of y'all's leaders. In the fresh pair, Air Force One sneakers. 
uptowns, they call them uppies when they on divas. Probably born with KRS one teachers. Nas made you look before the heaters. I bet your car had them on when he walked with Jesus. Jesus. Classic. Live straight uh, classic. Uh, classic. I'm better than I ever been. Time, time, time. I'm everywhere you never been and better than I ever been. Classic. Live straight classic. I'm better than I ever been. Time, time. Put down, represent to the fullest. Perseverance. See the fake hustler rapper to them. It hurts to hear this. Oh, you went platinum. Yeah, that's nice. Now let me see you do the same thing twice. Two times, four times, then a couple of more times. Please, your amateur night. It's showtime. It's one life to live. So live it the best you can. The world could use one less man. Not enough air, not enough car factories to manufacture new vehicles, sedans, and vans. When they do make the whip, you like your chips ain't right. By the time you could afford it, the car ain't important. In the streets, I'm in. It's just iron. Cops keep firing in my environment. Leaving a slump, then they drive home far from the hood, brothers. They eager to jump on. I like to be the wall that they toast up on. I like to see them fall, guilty for doing wrong. I'm classic like the Air Ones, the hustle shoe. That's what I'm accustomed to. Yeah, classic. Live straight classic. I'm better than I ever been. Times, times, times. I'm everywhere. You never been and better than I ever been. Classic. I'm better than I ever been. Of course, we have Blastmaster KRS One. How many y'all got criminal minded? You, 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 y'all don't be blinded. Me, I got no jewels on my neck. Why? I don't need 'em. I got your respect. KRS One, 20 years I rock. I do it for JMJ and Scott LaRock. This hip hop, and we's a nation. Don't you wanna hear more KRS on your radio station instead of broadcasting how we smoke in the industry? On the radio, we need to hear more local MCs. We you on? Come on, we you on? This is the difference between MC and the rap. Rappers spit rhymes that are mostly illegal. MCs spit rhymes to uplift their people. Peace, love, unity, having fun. These are the lyrics of KRS. Classic, live straight classic, classic. All right, everybody, welcome back to episode 29 of the Spawn Only uh, Podcast. Uh, that was classic by the DJ Premier Primo himself, Nas, Rakim the God, and the greatest to ever touch the mic, KRS One, Nas Reign Supreme over nearly everyone. And the reason I chose this song, if it's not obvious, to any and everyone the song is called classic and we happen to have in studio with us classic how you doing sir yo i'm doing all right man hanging in with you guys i I love it man yeah you uh you enjoy that enjoy that hip-hop the hip-hop track right there yeah back when it was real hip-hop it's still real hip-hop but you know uh just not the same i guess but uh yeah okay all right chris is always uh a must and uh you know taking it back back to the uh back in the days is always a you know a plus so just keep and, that moving man I like yeah and uh quick quick shout out to rakim Allah. um i got to see him in concert for the very first time this past friday um or well, actually probably it'll be uh two weeks ago now by the time you guys are listening to this um it was it was a fantastic show he ripped the stage uh Big up Sawan Dance's own Rakim Allah. Um, so you know we we're, we're gonna big him up, um, and 
he was one that didn't shy away from controversy, much like the thing that we're going to be talking about now, which I guess is the the controversy du jour um, in the gaming in the gaming space. Um, it's it's so controversial that it's actually gained its own own hashtag or uh, two hashtags but it's it's received the infamous gate moniker um so gamergate has been going on and i know that cos been really really uh involved and kind of in the trenches um fighting fighting on the blue or the gray side nobody's really sure um but Kyle, why don't you <laughs> kind of break down what's what's going on for people and and uh, why why you feel so strongly and why you feel everyone should feel so strongly about what's what's happening right now um it's it's been a really long week it's been really interesting on multiple sides of a particular argument or multiple arguments um so gamergate at least from the folks folks' side who are discussing it and talking about it uh there's two that have been spawned there's gamergate uh, and there's another, uh, po- uh, not podcast, another, uh, hashtag that's been spawned called Not Your Shield. Um, this kind of stems back to the Zoe Quinn incident. Um, again, I-, I guess you can't really, uh, we've kind of shadow, shadow talked about it the past couple of shows just to not really go into detail. But the, the, the main premise is that an, ex- an ex, uh, lover of hers, um, basically told, Told some stories about her, shared some information, uh, that didn't necessarily put her in a, in a, a good light. It also kind of opened up, uh, some avenues for people to say that because he's a journalist, a games journalist, and she was, uh, or is a game developer who's made Depression Quest, um, that there is a corruption that's rife within the, the gaming media at this point. That plus some other incidents that folks have kind of brought up and kind of pushed out as the narrative of why Gamergate is a legitimate reason to kind of probe and look into gaming journalism in a way that's never really been done before. Um, it's been an interesting week in that respect. It seems like a lot of folks have or have picked sides. The, the journalists have picked their side. We've also seen uh, the gamers kind of kind of push back a lot and say, hey, you can't basically all call us the same uh, same monolithic uh, white cis gamer. That's what we've seen in the, the not your shield uh, group. Um, it, it's 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 multifaceted. It's multi multi layered. We're going to throw some sh- uh, stuff in the show notes that will help folks kind of at least at least a couple of articles that I found that were pretty, pretty decent, pretty reasonable. Of, of what's going on um we've seen in the past 24 to 48 hours at least two gaming journalists uh kind of step down out of the scene because of the the discussions that have been going on towards them and and some harassment that's happened uh, at them and, and to them uh jen frank who stepped down she was a writer a freelancer for the guardian she stepped down she, she she's been writing for a while she's actually a really awesome writer uh maddie maddie bryce who for a long time was talking about uh, issues that were happening in gaming uh, and surrounding mostly people of color and, and uh, marginalized groups. Uh, she kind of stepped away as well after basically being told that she, she doesn't really belong in the scene. Um, it seems like the major crux of the argument is that the Gamergate folks are feeling that they are 
able to say that they have seen enough corruption in the way that things have happened in gaming journalism where they can ask journalists to basically get their shit together, um, find out what's going on, lose some of the quote-unquote social justice warrior movement that they seem to feel like is going on in games journalism and to also, on the other side, the Not Your, not your Shield folks uh, feel like they are not being able to basically be a part of the conversation because the people who have had uh who have had the power on the journalism side are are basically saying you guys are all in this one group of people you guys are the the white cisgendered uh gamers you are that you are that vocal minority who we we don't who we don't like who we don't care about who we don't want to talk about who we kind of hate and they're like no we are multifaceted people we are a diverse group of gamers we are from all different kinds of 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 places in the, in the world. And you can't say that to us. So there's been harassment on both sides. Let's start the foundation from one, from one, uh, even place and say, there are terrible people on all sides on the internet. Uh, people are shitty on the, on the, the development side. People are shitty on the journalism side. People are shitty on the gamer side. Um, but I found that the conversations are really, really toxic. Um, and it feels like, in my own personal opinion, that the gamer, the gamer gate folks don't really have a leg to stand on yet. Although they seem to be crying corruption at every turn. It's like Jesus toast at this point. You'll see Jesus and toast wherever you go. If you believe that hard about it. Um, it, it's, it's, it's been, a, it's been a crazy week. It's been really ridiculous. I know that you have read some, some of the stuff that I kind of passed on to you, uh, C and, and, and classic. If you have any thoughts, uh, about what you think is going on or what you what you've seen or read uh i'd love to hear a classic do you have anything to add to that really quick um i'm just uh and i know you had a guest on i know you had guests on last week that talked about uh you know something similar happening in comic books mm -hmm. and uh you know yeah. i've seen that happen on that end um you know it, it there just seems to be like uh, you know, whether it's a racial or gender divide or just some kind of divide where you're, you know, you're dealing with, uh, you know, you're, you're basically dealing with minority groups versus, uh, and it, it's, it's sad to say this, but against, uh, you know, whether it's white groups or, you know, or what you would call majority groups, it just seems to be that kind of thing. Um, and, you know, my, my, my thing is, you know, I agree with you. There are bad, there's bad on both sides are different parties involved in this case three parties involved um you know it's just a matter of respect and keeping that mutual respect and i i kind of hate that term social justice warrior uh, it just seems like that's something that's incumbent on everyone involved to be is in terms of just maintaining ethics and standards and anything right um if if you know and it, it you know my take is if you know imposing some kind of ethical standards on you know, say an environment takes away from that environment, like if this is going to kill gaming or something, then maybe, you know, gaming does need to take a look at itself, uh, you know, or or you know, in any case, I think that's just kind of my take on it, you know, being, you know, from where I'm coming from. I still don't know the full reach of this, like, or, you know, how, how much it goes, but, uh, you know, that's, that, that's, that's kind of where, that's my first impression on this. Yeah. C, do you have any, any quick things to add? Yeah, so the there's been you know there's been a lot of talk um all all around the people that kind of pay attention to this this type of thing where 
there was talk about uh, the the term of gamer, the moniker of gamer being a pejorative, um, and that uh, that there were certain journalists that were kind of disassociating themselves from from the term, and 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 you know pr- you know prominently featuring it in their articles as a pejorative. Um, our our friend Tony Polanco over at the Coalition wrote a, a brilliant article um, about how that's that's false, you know, coming out and and vilifying the word, the, the phrase or the or the name gamer um, is the wrong way to go. And, and I completely agree with him. Um, the you know, obviously there's there's lots of stuff that needs to be talked about and and we you know we touched on it uh, we you know we've kind of been touching on this subject for the last three weeks and you know finally we're you know finally we're having the the battle of the Blackwater um here on the show with regards to this and uh uh you know i, I I'm gonna say you know first and foremost it's it's fucking stupid and and sad and just you know all bad things all mud and shit when especially minority uh people in the industry um whether they be women or people of color or people of color who who are also women are essentially harassed out dicked out of of the place where they make a living Right. Um, you know, and, and I mean, it, it's, it's, it's fucking stupid. And, and one of, you know, one of the things that, that, um, that I said in, in, uh, writing, you know, in some of the writings that I've, I've posted is that one of the issues that we have and kind of is a callback to something that, that, uh, classic said earlier in the show is one of the problems that we have in, in the gaming space is that it's the only place where adults and children openly play together as equals and as as a result i think it gives children the false impression that they are our our peers and allows them it gives them carte blanche to give their undeveloped minds opinions about things that they don't really understand one and two i think what happens is that the the mental growth of certain people kind of retards a little um and and stunted um somewhat um when when they're in the gaming space and they you know they like everyone kind of or many people default back to like the the gaming the gamer mean of 17 and and their thoughts and their ideas and and the way they express themselves are pushed through that hey I'm 17 irrespective of how of how old I really am maturity wise I'm 17 and they push everything out through that filter and what you wind mm-hmm. up having is, you know, death threats for for, you know, minor gun changes in Call of Duty and, you know, um, all sorts of, you know, scarlet letter uh, tongue lashings for for people who, you know, happen to be women in the industry because they did something 
that everybody does. But because they, you know, because they're a woman and they did it, then, you know, then, of course, they're whatever. Um, and, you know, all of all of the just just just, you know, awful, awful, awful things that that people say, uh, you know, quick call back uh, or, or uh, you know, I was listening to the isometric show um, this past week and Brianna Wu on the show said that she wrote a an email to some guy it was like a 500 or 600 word email about right. about some some, you know, some goofy thing. That got retweeted all over the place, um, and you know, kind of defending women's rights in, in gaming, and most of the the responses that she got from men were that she spelled a word wrong, like right. there was a grammatical error in the, you know, like I mean, come on, guys, you know, I know that I, men I, are incapable of grammatical errors, but it, it it's it's gotta it's gotta stop. Um, the craziness is the craziness yeah. that I found really quick is like. And this is the reason why this this bothers me so much, because I, I, I was up for the past two nights, at least till five o'clock in the morning, just going through fucking threads and threads and threads of shit mm-hmm. and watching the tag and, and, and asking people questions. There was some I had asked some folks some questions the other day about, you know, what do you feel is the outcome of Gamergate? You say all these Gamergaters who are out there and are outraged about, quote unquote, journalistic integrity and there's this one sect that's like, no, we just want journalistic integrity. We want them to be able to, to um, understand that they can't do this to us anymore. And I don't understand all this stuff. You have that section and then you have the other people who are to a certain extent, you would think that, that, that us having a show that is that is hosted by people of color and trying to spotlight those folks would be in our flock at some point. We would hopefully want them in the flock of saying, hey, you guys are marginalized in some way you know what i mean like you're not represented in the gaming culture as we see it or that we that we have seen yes we are a diverse crew but the the gamers versus the actual people who make the game is not the same you know what i mean like the 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 people who actually are developing video games are not a a diverse bunch in the in the grand scheme of things it's a very small and neither are the people who cover it um so so those those two things are there and it's interesting to see that through all the the, the conversations that were had that two a couple of things popped up often that often enough that I had to take pause and, and take note of them. One was that the, the gamer gators feel like and the, 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 the not your your shield folks feel really wronged about people talking about their hobby and the, 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 the label that they have uh, attached to themselves. That I find to be really, really interesting because, you know, the, the articles that were pushed out by, by the Lee Alexanders and some other folks who are out there who, who are industry vets and they've been in the game for a long period of time. And I'm sure that if you've been in the game as long as they have, having a, a sect of people that you are basically trying to give information to tell you you're shitty for years on end is not necessarily the a healthy thing for you to have to deal with on a consistent basis. I'm sure at some point it wears you down enough where you will write an article that's like the death of gamers is coming or, right. you know, all these things that have happened over the years. Um, to think that people who, who are in those spaces have the shortest memories of any group I've ever seen is amazing. Gamer Gator, Gamer Gators, Game, Gamer Gate started 
after the Zoe Quinn incident really popped off. We understand and we know that since we've been paying attention to her in the industry, she and Anita Sarkeesian, before all this supposed journalistic integrity shit popped up, they were getting harassed all the time. This is not new. This is not like people decided that, oh, once we figured out that we got you in your gotcha moment, you fucked up, that now we have some 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 tail to pin on the donkey. People who were saying that, that's bullshit. Stop saying that because it's not true. People are like, we're not a movement that's about misogyny and all this other shit. Yeah, I totally get that you try to say that, but to a certain extent, that's bullshit. No one was super excited when they found out. Like, people were like hyped on the fact that they were like, we finally got her on something. You know what I mean? Like, that was a part of the whole conversation, which was really, really terrible and stupid because it was a sexual, uh, a sexual, um, a relationship that she had with a person who was in the industry. So the fuck what? I don't understand what that means in the grand scheme of things. So I, I actually wrote down some notes and I usually okay. don't write notes down. So <laughs> when things are really pissing me off, I have to write them down because I have to get the, get the notes out. Um, okay. I, I guess to a certain extent, I guess I'll run through them and I, I, I've done them in like bullet pointed versions. So I apologize if it sounds stupid and enforced, but this is the way it goes. Um, Something that really came up to my mind was like the idea that gamers are a monolith really bugs me in multiple fashions. So it's like people on both sides will both want individuality, but also want to be labeled in the same in the same breath. That is really a problematic thing, because as we've seen with the people who have been the harassers in the Not Your Shield and in the the, the quote unquote SJW world, each side that attaches themselves to whatever moniker it is, you will be judged by the shittiest parts of your movement. Mm-hmm. That right. happens all the time. To say that that's not valid is unfair because that totally makes you woefully ignorant about the actual people who you think are representing you. And they are representing you because they're part of your flock. It's unfortunate. It's shitty. And people get it all the time. Black people get it a lot. Yeah. So to not understand that that's a part of the right. process, you're fooling yourself. Um, Another thing was, I know that people are like, these people are the gaming press and they should treat us better and they shouldn't talk back to us and they shouldn't talk down to us and all this other stuff. They shouldn't bring their politics into the into the issues. It's never been said that the job of the of the, the gaming journalist press is to represent you in any other light besides the one that you've already represented yourself in. That's never been a part of their job. It's never been a job for them to do anything but report on the shit that they report on. It's enthusiast press. Enthusiast press is the only press in which you are you are basically own, not owned, but you are you're basically uh, 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 beholden to the people who are giving you the access to the stuff that you have to cover. That's the gaming. That's the gaming uh, development uh, community. That's the the Activisions, and that's the two Ks, and those the publishers, and all those parts are just a part of that process. For people who don't understand that, I don't get what you're talking about because you're asking folks to basically tell you every relationship that they've ever had that has to do with them having connections that are human connections with other people in the industry, and to divulge that in a way that makes you feel better. That's stupid and fucking stupid. I'm, I'm sorry. If I'm going on a rant, shut me down and tell me to stop and and, and, and jump in when you need to. Rant, rant away. I kind of agree. You, we don't ask for that transparency in other parts of the press. No, we don't. No, we don't. And this thing is like, 
people are asking for things that are semi unreasonable. I understand that folks are like, hey, if you have a Patreon, if a per- if a game uh, development uh, developer has a Patreon and you contribute to that Patreon, you should divulge that. We talked about that last week of saying, you know what, that's not a problem. Right. Like if people do that, that's totally fine. The expectation for them to do that based on the idea that they cannot give you unbiased coverage is bullshit. Right. That's stupid. Right. That's a whole other thing. You know what we see that with too? Um, you know, to just to just jump off the side a little bit. Um, YouTube gamers, um, particularly like um um and I don't wanna name any names here, but like whenever there's and whenever there's a new call of duty or there's like the commentators that make their money off of YouTube. Right, right. And you can tell the ones it's pretty obvious the ones that are basically getting paid off whether it's by the game studio or getting advanced copies or advanced play they're always excited about the game and it's like always just kind of that one type of commentary whereas you know certain commentaries are more critical and you know but these are the people that and it you know it's it's funny because they point each other out like they'll say well i'm not a you know i'm not a shill for the you know for activision like so and so over there uh, which is kind of ugly but at the same time you can kind of just see that the difference in you know tone in some of these uh commentators but they're not you know but we no one actually asked to see these commentators like you know their flight tickets or their hotel accommodations provided by the gaming company right you know, so why, why are we asking that of the press well right. and they're asking that go ahead i'm sorry no, no i you know i it's so again I, and i understand i understand that um that we feel like you know we're gamers and we're grown-ups so so the industry should be gamers and grown-ups as well um but you know the the unfortunate reality is one you know like i like i've already said we play with children you know we openly play with children and you know and these children are enthusiasts just as you know just as much as we are and 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 you know quite honestly have a lot more free time on their hands than most yeah. of us do so they have more time to uh peruse the internet and look at these articles and look at all this stuff and 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 will be more vocal about things and you know and then just people in general are are, are want to be more vocal about things that they disagree with. And it's a lot easier for you to say that someone has no integrity. If you know that they have a personal relationship with a particular game or a particular person that is making a game, um, then, then, you know, and, and, you know, if you, so, you know, like, I kind of like, like what I said last week, if, if we like a game, and someone else doesn't like the game um, and they don't like the fact that we like the game, they mm-hmm. can call into question our objectivity if they know right. we have a personal relationship with the makers of the game. And, right. you know, and now now the burden of proof is on us. And that is why, um, you know, I understand completely what Polygon is doing. I understand completely what Kotaku is doing. Um, you know, that full disclosure is part of the deal. And unfortunately for gaming press and, and, you know, for, for people that are in the public eye, you know, where, where their opinions are scrutinized, Mm -hmm. you 
have to live by this double standard where irrespective of whether or not it's, it's going to affect you or not, you have to run the assumption that you're, you're already presumed to be guilty of having bias if you have a personal relationship with someone. But um, here's the thing. Yeah. But here, here's the thing. And this goes back to the idea of what the actual people want, right? You want you want journalistic integrity, but at what cost? We've seen it on both sides where people have gotten doxxed and people have gotten uh, people's personal information put out there. People have been harassed out of their homes for for like bullshit reasons. Plus, what when we ask people to start to do this process. How far down the rabbit hole do we wind up going? So does that mean that I have to be like, yo, I saw, uh, I, I went to PAX East and I saw TJ Thomas and I gave him DAP. Right. Right. Then I have to like put that on if I ever right. review Joy Lancer. Right. Right. I have to be like, yo, I, I saw TJ Thomas because they are like, okay, so they have decided that he is a, so, a social justice warrior. And now I have to, basically tell everybody every interaction I've ever had with that particular person in what light do people get to understand that that's not necessarily beneficial to anyone involved. Patreon is different. Patreon is a money is a money issue, but also that's another thing of saying, well, you can't have any outside interests besides the things that you do with your job. Right. If you have an interest in a game that you think is going to be dope, you may not be covering it, but even if you did cover it, in some form or fashion, it wasn't a review. Mm-hmm. You should be able to. You should be able to fund shit that you like. This again is enthusiast press. This is the part. It's like it's the reason why when I wrote on the other day, I was like, Gamergate and and Not Your Shield are the fucking penultimate versions of first world problems. I was like, this is the lowest form of like level of hierarchy of need shit that I've ever seen in my life. That people have well, gotten really excited and really upset about. Yeah. I'm like, well, you guys well, are talking about video games in a way that is unlike anything else that I've ever seen on the planet. It's 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 kind of ridiculous in the respect of if you think about gamers as a whole, gamers are not oppressed. They are coming off like they have just gotten at the bottom of a slave ship because right. someone said we don't we don't appreciate the parts of and there are some broad brushstrokes. But we are, we do not appreciate and we do not like the versions of gamer that have come out over the years who have been shitty to other human beings for a long time. It's not like it's new. It's not the reason. The reason why we've had fucking party chat for years and you can't play a video game without using it is because of other gamers being shitty. Yeah. So don't act there like are, there are stereotypes out there, you right. know, and they they do end up becoming perpetuated. Um, not to cut you off. Sorry about that. No, no worries. Um, but you see this in other uh, industries or in other genres too. Right. Uh, you know, in terms of we're all geeks and everything, and I see the same thing in comic books. Right. Uh, you know, in terms of comic book fans, you've got the you know the the uh, diehards and the, uh, the the people that just hate everything, and you got the people right. that are just like fanboys for Marvel and DC, right. and then they go go back and forth with each other. Right. Pro wrestling, you see that. You see yeah. a lot of the oh well, we need the Attitude Era. What's this PG shit? Or oh, what do we need the you know the, this is terrible. We need to bring back, you know, so it's like and and the Internet wrestling community is, you know, considered, you know, 
a lot having a lot of vitriol and it's like they had to the WWF has to change their product to appease those fans as well as the kids that aren't on the internet as much. Right. Um, and a lot of this goes back to the fact that there is an internet or a, a more communication means for that. I think about gaming like old school gaming when it was just Nintendo and Sega and like those old systems and you barely if anything knew about gaming press or connections or anything else of that matter right. it was you got the game you bought the nintendo power the electronics gaming monthly and you enjoyed it and if it was good you, you kept buying it and if it sucked you didn't and right. you know it was that plain and simple even the stereotypes of what gamers were you know back then it was just more so okay it was kids it was teenagers and you know right. some adults played it but you know, there wasn't even in the press, there wasn't like, oh, well, gamers are kids. You know, it was just more so, you know, this is the new game that's coming out and kids and adults equally were excited because you didn't have that lens uh, where people can vocally just come on and start mashing each other about that. You had letters to Nintendo Power, but uh, it was mostly to complain about Mario 3. It wasn't to complain <laughs> about like, you know, what the fuck so, are these so two doing hanging out together? <laughs> I've yeah, so I've right. got I've got the uh perfect analogy and you you were saying how you know this you've never seen this or you don't see this uh, uh you know in in the in the real world quote unquote um perfect analogy this whole gamergate shit is the tea party um yeah that's exactly and, what and, I thought and and it's it's um you know you've got a bunch of people like you know these people that are sitting here and they're talking about how it's it's um you know it's all about um transparency and corruption and and journalistic integrity and all this other stuff it's about misogyny um because the people that keep keep getting put up um the people that keep getting harassed are women um you know like so i mean i mean the whole zoe quinn thing in a nutshell so so do we know who the writer was I mean, I'm sure somebody knows who the, the, who the, writer, who the, who the writer, writer was. The writer was a, the, the writer was an ex was an ex boyfriend. Right, right. No, no, no. Who came out? He wasn't an ex boyfriend. The the writer wasn't the ex boyfriend. The ex boyfriend was the one who spilled all the beans. The, the, right, he, the, the beans. he was the, the the person the writer for Kotaku was an ex lover. But I'm saying like his name was put out there, but nobody knows what his name is because nobody's talking about him. I think people do know his name, if I'm right. not mistaken, because it's. I think it's out there, right? Um, in in it's, be, it's circulated in that whole thing because people found out who it was. Sure, sure, but but, I, but nobody's but I, but, yeah, n nobody's nobody's talking about him with the same level of of uh, you know urgency, vitriol, just just well, of course uh, not hate hate speech, of course not. Um, and you know why yeah. though? But you know why yeah. though? Because we've seen that with that particular incident with the Zoe Quinn one. There's another video that's going around that's really bad about it has like massive amounts of slut shaming in it. Um, right. There's a woman who uh, on Twitter goes by the the tag um, Lego Butts. She's a she works in PR uh, in the industry and supposedly she had a romantic involvement, uh, sexual involvement with uh, one of the. Uh, main dudes at the IFC so the independent uh right. I'm sorry IGF I'm sorry oh, oh okay the independent games uh festival right. um so they have they're now making this into another connection right. that's like right. oh well these dudes are so inept and so like enraptured by sex 
that they are like <laughs> it's like Odysseus and right. shit. They're like, oh, I just I just right. swam past the sirens yeah. and I can't right. make a decision because I had right. sex with this woman. But you never talk about the dudes who one spilled the beans. Two shared all this information in whatever way. Sure, the dude was like, I am upset because Zoe supposedly, from what has happened, information has come out, was not above board about certain things. And that's sure. fine. Right. You can totally say that that's a part of the process. And you can have whatever thoughts you want right. about her in that respect. But you don't get the chance to, you don't get to one, belittle all of her work. Right. Because of whatever she's done. Two, right. you don't get to harass the woman for, for doing what, she, for, for doing stuff that has nothing to do with you. And three, it's not a reflection on the game, the industry, or any of the other parts that actually matter to you as a consumer. Right. None and that's, and that's, things. you know, that's what, I, that's, that's kind of what I was talking about when I, when I talk about the, the whole Tea Party thing is, you know, the, so that when, when Barack Obama was elected in 2008, um, auto, you know, like the November 4th, he was elected. November 5th, there was a Tea Party and they were talking about how they wanted to get their country back. And, you know, they talked about, you know, getting their country back, getting their country back, getting their country back, journalistic integrity. And then, then, you know, the next thing that they talked about was, oh, uh, Barack Obama wasn't born in this country. He's a Kenyan. Mm-hmm. So now, you know, mm-hmm. now let's see his birth certificate. Now, you know, and it's just like, well, well, when was the last time you've ever asked these things? You know, and, and, you know, it's, it's, it's funny. And then when you, you know, when people came out and they kind of, you know, at first it was, it, it, and it's, it's, it's following the exact same progression. It is really, is really kind of funny. Um, you know, at first people kind of sat back and they listened to the argument and they, you know, they gave us some credence and some credibility and then they listened to the, for the substance in the argument and there wasn't, there wasn't much to be found. And then you, when someone comes to them and says, well, it really just sounds like you guys are just misogynist. And, and, you know, the Gamergate people are saying, no, 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 it's about journalistic integrity. And same thing with the Tea Party. The Tea Party, you know, people will come up to the Tea Parties and it sounds like you guys are really just kind of upset because there's a brown guy in the, in the White House. No, 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 no. It's about, yeah. you know, it's about all of this stuff. But then when you look at it, they keep going back to, you know, it's, it, like you said before, Kai, that you are, you are a product of your worst representatives and, and there are the, you know, there are those that are out there that are, you know, con- consistently chasing the women out of this, out of game, out of the gaming industry. Um, and it's you and know it's, it's 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 horrible. Go ahead, go ahead, man. Go ahead. I know you. I know you're and fired up about it's, this. It's flims. I'm 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 mad because I'm just like there's a lot of things that I really appreciate in this planet, and one of them is common to fuck sense. Right. And if you look at the way that the argument has been has been pushed out, let's say that the gamer gators are are right. Let's say that to a certain extent, gaming journalism. I'm sad that I have to even say this shit, that gaming journalism is rife with corruption. Let's say it's dirty from the top to the bottom. Everyone's getting paid on the table. People are having sexual trysts everywhere. It's fucking everywhere. At the end of the day, even if you got everything that you wanted, then what? What do you get from that position? You lose absolutely nothing. The only people that lose are the people who you have now pushed out of the system because now they're corrupt. 
even if there was corruption in the gaming industry in the way that you look at it, one, you're going for the fucking journalists about it. What about the actual people who make all the big money? What about the people who are in the companies who are actually making the games? What about the people who are the people who are like, well, you know what? Let's market this to some to some folks who we don't give a fuck about. Let's do that. Because that happens all the time. Right. That happens in every industry, happens mm-hmm. across every demographic, and it happens across every strata that we know to man when it comes to consumerism. So for you to go against the people who are making freelance money is some bullshit. Yeah. I think it's probably, if you're going to say it's corrupt, it's probably at like the same levels that if you were to look at voter fraud, it's the same shit. Right. Maybe there's is- like 0.5%. No, maybe it's 0.2%. Right. It's like less it, than that. Yeah. Less some infinitesimal bullshit, right. bullshit number that you right. decided is now the thing that you should right. be rallying around and making right. your, and making Public your, enemy your number uh, one. yeah, it's, it's ridiculous because yeah. at the end of the day, again, the, the only thing that you'll really get is one less coverage because all the sites that you na- that have access will be gone. The relationships that they've right. built over these years that actually kind of work in most situations when you have to be a human right. and you have to talk to other people that's the way right. that you get access that's what happens you lose right. all that you lose then that you'll be upset game. then you'll be upset when you want to have that scoop for a game and then publishers are like fuck out of here right because what do you have you have any ad revenue coming in no are you a youtuber okay. with a whole bunch of people maybe we'll let you play our game that happens on twitch and, and youtube all the time so no more no more betas no more no more, beta, right. no more conventions no more conferences right. because uh, why have that if you're not going to have journalists or press right. covering it right you know right. it's like you an, can't and have, that right you can't hang revenue. out with them right and that's the thing is like I, I don't think when people start these processes like mind you I I would have loved to have seen the energy that is being put forth on some of these kind of you know off the wall things. For things that actually kind of matter, I would have loved to see because when 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 Ferguson hit, there were crickets in the gaming community. Sure, there I were mean, mad crickets. I got shitted I, on for talking about Ferguson in the gaming community. I and got you, shitted on for talking about Ferguson when people were talking about their ice bucket challenge, which I don't mind the ice bucket challenge at all. Right. But I kept telling people I'm not doing that shit, and not while people were dying and getting tear gas in Ferguson. Right. There's a lot more important things to me. Which I think, which I think brings me to one of my last points, okay. and 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 I'll and I'll kind of wrap this side of it up, uh, and we'll we'll move on to to other parts of the story. Um. The the crazy thing that I see and I hear this all the time and it makes me livid because it doesn't make any logical sense to me. I see in both threads consistently take your politics out of my gaming. Oh, my gosh. Take your politics out of my gaming. I want to just game. I am sorry. I am not trying to pull the dad card on this one. But you cannot, in the climate in which we live in these in this day and time, you cannot be apolitical. Right. Nothing is apolitical. Right. Everything touches politics. If there's a Venn diagram, politics is in the middle of all that shit. Right. So when you do the whole anti-SJW, we don't want social justice in our games, it is a reflection of the willful ignorance that you were deciding to participate in because you would like the status quo to stay the same. Right. If yeah. that's the case, I don't want to hear shit about when you don't get your way when a particular game comes out and it has a terrible shitty 
same old, same old storyline. Nothing changes. No one else is in there to represent you. This goes against for the, for the not your shield folks because they are screaming, no, we want representation. We want representation. The people that some of the, some of the people who are in those positions who have access may not look like you. We've already understood this. They may not look like you. They may not have your same agenda in mind, but they do have the access to possibly say some of the things that will be heard by the people who can make the differences in the games that you purchase and buy. That is important. To not understand that is looking is to fucking spite your nose, uh, to, to bite your nose, and spite your face, whatever the way that the fucking thing goes. Yeah, yeah. And that that is unbelievably stupid and doesn't make any sense to me. Last point: it's face biting, face bite, face biting, mm-hmm. spite yeah. your face. Right. Thank you, Mama. Yeah. Last, last, last thing before I jump off. Again, it goes back to the idea of where this energy is going, how people are feeling. I understand if you feel like you have been wronged, but trust me. You are not oppressed. There are groups that are in your group that are actually oppressed. Right. That are actively oppressed. Actively being oppressed <laughs> by the by the political things that you do not want to talk about. Right. Mm-hmm. So understand that your demographic, your gamer demographic, quote unquote, is one of the most catered to money put towards attention put towards sectors of the cons- uh, consumer entertainment industry right. you have the most access to the development to the uh to 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 the feedback loop right. to most of the things that you don't even recognize you have influence on right on a consistent Just level a con- yeah. yeah you get to tell the people who make your games for the most part even before they make shit right that you don't like it Right. Yeah. Right. And it actually changes the games that you make. Right. So to not understand that this is a part of the process and that you are not actually right. oppressed and that you are not really right. in a bad situation, you need to really get that stuff kind of figured out. And that's I, a, I, th- that is a problem. That's a really good. That's a really good. Really, really, really good point. Because you know, when was the last time you saw Martin Scorsese um, respond to a tweet about some movie about some bullshit in a movie that he was directing? You know, never before never. he made it. Never. Right. Right. Before he, he made he it. Filming. Right. Before he. Yeah, right. Like, why right, you got this exactly. guy in the cast? Oh, you know what? I'll right. get him off the cast. Exactly. Like, you know, I mean, that's 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 a really good point. Um, You know, and, uh, so I will say this and I'm king of analogies. I'm going to make this one really quick. Um, There are two th- two things that people need to understand. The, the first is that when you are writing about or you take a stance on the Internet, that um, people object to, that many people object to, especially if you are in a position of non-power, um, i.e. person of color and or a woman, um, that is, it is like being on a two-mile protest march where for three-quarters of that mile, for three-quarters of a mile, there's nothing but hecklers. And you stand for you stand stationary right next to those hecklers for, you know, 25 percent or 40 percent of the time that you're marching. You're just sitting there and you're getting it and you're getting it and getting it and getting it. And eventually it's going to get to you. Eventually you're going to break. Um, you're not moving constantly up and down. So you don't get a, a, a reprieve from from hearing that. Not everyone feels that way, but that's all you hear because you're on the internet and they, they've got a place for you and, you know, they've got you and they, you know, you're, you're essentially a captive audience because they're coming to you 
they're seeking you out to say this dirty shit to you. Um, and, and, you know, it's, it's a, it's a very, very tough thing to have to deal with. Um, but you have to, you know, and it's, it's, it's easy, easier said than done. And it's very easy for me to say, um, not having had to deal with it. Um, in, in, especially not in the ways that, that these people have. Um, but you have to remember that not everyone feels that way. And I, you know, and, 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 you know, like just try and keep that nugget in your brain that, that not everyone is, is like these, these, you know, very, it is a vocal minority. Um, the, the other thing that do you I, really think that though? I do. do. Really I, I really, I honestly do. I honestly do. I, I, I think that, and, 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 and the reason I say that is, is part of, part of my second part. I think that the, the, that there is a vocal minority of bigots. And then there are assholes that jump onto the bigotry that just enjoy the trolling aspect of it. And because they have the ability to continually shout the same things over and over again or, or rephrase the same things and put it out there, it makes it seem like there's more than the people that there are. Um, you know, yes, it's it's a sizable minority, but it's not. It's it's not even close to being like if I had to put a percentage on it, I would probably call it like twelve percent of of I mean, gamers. It's it's part of that process um, though, right? I mean, yeah. it's part of that process though. Like it's like okay, we we can see that for the most part, the internet adds to the anonymity and adds to the shitty parts. Sure, but the shitty parts are really affecting people in ways that it didn't do before. You could be in an Xbox Live party, someone call you a nigga, and then you just be like, yo, I'm muting this dude, I'm out of here, I'm going to go into right. my party chat now, because right. I have to. Right. The fact that people's lives are being, people are losing jobs, people, people are losing, people people are are losing safety. People are quitting jobs. People are and, quitting and not jobs. And to, not, to, not, to not to say that, not to say that, you know, it's, you know, not to excuse the behavior that forced them to contemplate quitting but it is their choice to make their well technically uh i mean if you're going to quit a job because if you have an uncomfortable work environment that kind of what is what harassment amounts to whether it's workplace uh, sexual whatever you're basically saying this environment is not safe for me to work in i'm leaving if you do that at a major corporation they're going to want to know why because you can come back to them with litigation right so i I mean like the only thing is with the press you can't turn around and sue people that are like you know unless you can outright you know determine this person is harassing you personally right you know that yeah and that's the thing with anonymity is you know you're gonna have to get the fbi involved and things of that nature you know it's just people you know it is it is toxic the fact that it's gone this far and you know it kind of goes back to what you're saying earlier about people just be immature in the way that they're handling things i see a lot of this as projection um people are basically going for the quickest or the lowest hanging sure, fruit sure sure absolutely because yep. they're unhappy about a game i remember when i was unhappy about video games growing up um you know i'm sure if i could find the email address or the you know or the profile of the person involved or the developer that told that that basically put a winner as you at the end of a freaking video game and say <laughs> motherfucker please spell that shit you know put that shit <laughs> correctly i would have 
But, right. you know, th- that would have been boarding on harassment. And that's the, the access that people have now. They've got mm-hmm. a place to put their blame. And even if it's something as minor as, you know what, I don't like this game. These people are in bed together. I'm going to put this on to her because, you know, she's a journalist or whatever. And, and, and that's my that's where my ha- unhappiness is going. It's incorrect. And, uh, you know, and on the other flip side of it, you've got people that have just come to this uh, discussion. Like, I've just come to Gamergate right. today. Right. So I, I'm probably going to be in the whole, hey, well, let, let's just keep the politics out and let's, let's play games. But I'm coming from a position of I don't want to ignore people's politics. I've always wanted to play games, and I didn't realize this was a problem. I know people are like, well, I don't want to hear this shit. Uh, I just want to play games because I'm tired of, you know, I'm tired of minorities and women and people right. asking for rights. Sure. And that's right. The whole, right. That's, How that's the dare you want to be treated yeah. fairly? Yeah, that's that's like the, when people when the, that's like when white people sometimes go, oh, you're playing the race card again. Right, right, you know, right, that right. whole race card yeah. thing where they go, well, why are you why are you bringing up race? Well, right. you guys always have to bring up race right. like uh, because 400 years of it uh, has built this country right. and it's right. always it, it kind of matters. Face. Right. It kind of yeah, it, it's kind of, <laughs> you know, it, it sucks to live it. Yeah worse than you know to talk about it so at least uh you know we can talk about it and you can be aware of what's going on around you so you know awareness needs to be there at the same time uh there does need to be some kind of regulation uh whether it's of the gamers of uh you know of 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 the press of you know and i don't mean to say just journalist integrity i just mean in terms of like code of ethics or code of actual you know you know, code of conduct in the community. And it just seems like there's none. Uh, it just seems like the wild, wild west in terms of what people can say, what they can't say and what it does to people. And that's kind of, that's kind of where I'm seeing from all of this happening, you know, with people feeling, you know, that they can have to lose jobs or that they have to, uh, you know, change addresses or, you know, kind right. of, uh, basically just be on the run you know the, like, i mean it's like you you're being penalized for being a certain you know a, a certain uh protected group and trying to basically work in an industry that uh, won't have you right. and it's well, crazy again because i think we talked about this last week we are all in the we're all in the at least me and c uh and and other people who are in the gaming quote-unquote press we're in the business of opinion Right. We're in the business of opinion. If you say that someone factually got something wrong, by all means, most people have some kind of journal- journalistic uh, integrity in the respect that they were like, oh, and they have an editor in chief that they have to go to when their stuff gets published. And he was like, yo, that was factually wrong. You may you might need to fix that. Those things get get reposted and those things get fixed. When you when you ask people on all sides and mind you, again, I will lay the foundation of saying there are terrible people on all sides and there, some things were said out of out of pocket that shouldn't have been said on both sides. Right. It's the reaction to those things that you do not like. That is the issue. The, if it's a vocal minority, I'll step back a step and say, you know what? That vocal minority is fucking it up for everybody else. And it's been fucking it up for everybody else for a long time. It's not yes, like yeah. it's new. Don't make it seem like this right. is the only thing that's happened in the past Two years where now uh, uh, people are being like talked to in a way that hasn't ever happened before. I remember the first time I got called a nigger on Xbox Live. It has stayed with me ever since. It's the reason why people have party chat. It's the reason why people stay in their clicks the way that they do. It's the reason why right. I can't go out and make new people 
uh, talk to me when I'm on when I'm on a video game because it's a fucking wasteland because no one's in, no one's talking. Yeah. So right. d- it's well. a reason why people didn't have mics when freaking PS3 came out. And then we were like, "No, fuck this! I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna get a mic anymore. Why? Why would I talk to people? Yeah. It's terrible out there." Right. So well, yeah. you know, please go ahead, man. Go ahead. No, go, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm yeah, done. yeah. So, so <laughs> all right. So people, um, I, I think, I think there's a, there's a couple of things that 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 we can take away from this. Um, first, if uh, and it's kind of my assumption going in, and I've kind of pulled some people that that I know. That are gamers, um, but aren't in this space with, uh, me, you know, Khalif and I, um, as, as, you know, enthusiast press or gaming press. Um, I think a lot of, a lot of you weren't really kind of educated as to what Gamergate was. I hope that you got an education of it. Um, the analogy that I'd use is, you know, considering that now it's football season. Um, that we are the linebacking core and we just got new pads and those pads itch and it's really bugging the fuck out of us. But the rest of the team really doesn't give a shit because their pads are fine and our pads really suck. And we just talked for 40 minutes about how our pads suck. Um, but we, you know, we're all one team. You guys should care. I would hope that, you know, that the linebackers pads are itchy and they suck. Um, and, you know, help them get them changed. But in the in the scheme of things, you know, you still have uh, a game to play. And as gamers, we all have games to play that we want to play. Um, and one of those games um, as of tomorrow, if you're listening to this on Monday, is uh, the hotly anticipated NHL 15. I'm just joking. His, uh, his destiny. Hashtag itchy pads. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, itchy pads. Oh, gosh. Oh, shit. All right. So, um, yeah, Destiny's coming out tomorrow. Um, we're going to be playing it, definitely. We're going to be streaming it, definitely. Uh, check us out on Twitch. Check us out on Hitbox. We are Spawn on Me and Spawn Point Blog, Dan the Robot. Um on uh on all of those things um and um while you're at it while you are playing twitch and you're looking for people that aren't going to be um racist and shitty towards you in a negative way i'll be shitty towards you but i'll laugh about it and you can be shitty towards me and you can laugh about it because that's especially that's just, if he's playing magic yeah. with you right um oh, goodness. but <laughs> you can I'm a sore loser you can come and join the guardians of bricago in the spawn on me clan on bungie.net um Yay. it will be there uh come and join all are welcome um, the, you know, the only requirement is that you stake a claim in Bricago, at least rent a studio apartment in Bricago, and you come to have a good time. Um, so. And you bring some Cheddar Bay biscuits. Yes. Yeah, you could, well, you could bring me some Popeyes biscuits. So, you know, I mean, I'll, I'll be, I'll be all right with that. <laughs> Man, I, you don't even have to bring biscuits. I will, um, shoot biscuits. I don't know. Yeah. What? I, you right. Know, you glitch. Is that a glitch? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a destiny about? glitch. Yeah. The biscuit glitch. 
Yeah, uh, yeah. So right. you know what Bungie that uh, right. tipped you that right. glitch exactly. there, uh, Cicero? Yeah, hey, hey, yeah listen, this, I, sound, this yeah, sounds like uh, some uh, collusion, some journalistic. Yeah. Right, yeah, I'm not. Yeah. There's who, no full, who no been full disclosure. To. Yeah, let's see your right. receipts, buddy. Let's see your receipts. Right, right. Who you been talking? <laughs> Show me the receipts, Diane. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so, yeah, so come and, come and join us. Um, we are the Spawn on Me clan. And uh, you can find us on Bungie.net. You can just go ahead and do a search on Bungie.net for clans and um you know put in spawn on me it's three words you know how to spell it we don't do any kind of craziness with it and uh yeah come say hello come play with us um i will be playing on the i will be playing with dan the robot on the xbox uh-uh. one no uh-uh. uh, oh really oh no, was there you an audible about this there was an audible you, called you didn't hear about this Holy oh, shit. Oh, no, no, Holy no, no, shit. no. He's coming with a big boys play on the PS4. Oh, wow. gosh. You guys are playing with the little controllers. Uh, oh. You and your small baby hands. You go ahead and That's have a right. good time with your small baby hands. Um, and get That's your, cool. Get That's your all, early all DLC. to the good. Yep. So we get both, uh, both platforms can join this clan? Like, yes, yes, yes. We are. Yes. Matter of fact, not only both platforms all four platforms can join this clan yep. so if you are playing on the 360 you're playing on the ps3 the ps4 the xbox one you can come and be if you're a member of Bricago and you've got one of those four consoles you can definitely be a part of our clan and uh we will get it popping everywhere uh everywhere yeah. destiny is played spawn on me will be there um, well, I guess I will be alone, so I'll be looking for my legion of Xbox One Bricago, uh, Bricago, Bricagoans to, uh, <laughs> come and back me up there. There, you know what? I mean, and I just, I think I just got a couple more this week. So, um, yeah, I mean, big ups to y'all. I mean, you guys are really stepping it up. I'm, I'm really, really proud of, uh, of the, of the people that are, are listening to our show that own the Xbox One and they've, they're finding your boy Stubby Stan and they want to be, they want to be friends with him. They think he's kind of cool. And, and, uh, you know, I just want to let you guys know, you know, the, the, I think the, the uh, two people that, that followed me this week, I followed you back. We are now officially friends. So we are friends. Don't be afraid to, to come and say hello. Talk shit. Tell me I'm an asshole. Um, or tell me I'm the most awesome human being you've ever met. Both of those things are true. So, oh my uh, <laughs> God, here we go. Here we go. Suck, um, but yeah, so, yeah, listening. so I'll be, uh, yeah, hey, listen, I, I love them. I love you guys. Um, so Stubby Stan on Xbox One, uh, check out Kaja Kins or Kaja One on the, on the, uh, PlayStation 4. Uh, Dan's, Dan is, is it him a robot on, uh, him a robot, I think, on PSN I think on so, the yeah. uh, on the PlayStation Four. Go ahead and um, do some raids with them. Uh, do some strike missions with them. Um, my crew will be dope. If you if you are sending me Xbox a, One, yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say if I was gonna say if you're doing if you do send me a friend request on uh, the PSN, please send me a real name request. Uh, I always like to be able to talk to people and use their real names. Uh, if you're uncomfortable with that, that's perfectly fine. I will accept all real name requests uh, and you'll, you'll, you know who I am already. So it's not like you don't know, right. uh, but please do that. And let me know that you were uh, sending me an invite from 
uh, the show that you are a listener, so I know exactly who you are. Uh, and you can also add me on Xbox Live as Kajakins uh, on that side as well. Um, right. So please uh, send all that over. And I'm excited to play with all you guys because you guys are going to be fun to, to rock around with. And we can talk yeah. shit about Stubby. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Also, um, if you if you guys do follow me on on Xbox One, please do that. Also, please send me a message. Let me know that you guys are coming from Spawn on me, and it's not just uh, random people. Like I, you know, I think I got two listeners who followed me this week, um, but I don't know if they were listeners or not, or if they were just random creeps um, that <laughs> you know, like my avatar or my name or something like that, which is also cool. But you know, let me know. Let me know because I, you know, I really like to know that. Uh, that that the community is 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 with us and and is playing with us and i know i've already got a few that are actually you know really friendly friends now so for real for real for real um, i wonder yeah. i wonder how many friend requests you get from people who just like amputees because you do have stubby in your name right yeah yeah fair enough fair enough listen i'm all inclusive baby <laughs> <laughs> oh God. anyway Oh um, shit! Yeah, we're, we're, is, we're about to get up out of here. It yeah, we gotta get out of here. We've been, we've I been here apologize, for a while. but it's been like really bugging me this yeah. past week to see all this crazy yeah. stuff. So I appreciate all of you ingesting my kind of flamethrower that I that bust out this week. Um, and we got to thank Classic. Classic, thank you so much for sitting through all that craziness. You got bum rushed today. You were like, "Oh God, what the hell is all this?" Yeah. Going on? <laughs> what the? It's cool, man. I you know I like I like I like to taking part in the conversation and i liked hearing it uh, too so yeah i was i was one of your listeners as well as one of your guests today so i, I right appreciate on. it right thank you man we, we really appreciate you. what you've been doing uh in the space uh you have been doing it for a bit and have been pushing out some really amazing content uh for a good amount of time uh so we tell everybody to go check out your stuff uh and the way that they could do that is if you let them know exactly where they can find you so i'll give you the floor so you can bust that out all right. Um, the main site where you can find everything that I'm involved in is coldslitherpodcast.com. Again, that's coldslitherpodcast, all one word, dot com. That is the official site. And uh, from there, you can uh, follow all of the shows on the Cold Slither Podcast Network. Uh, we've got four shows right now. Uh, more might be on the way when the fall TV season hits. Um and uh, beyond that, you can follow me directly on Twitter at Classic Materia. That's C-L-A-S-S-I-C-K-M-A-T-E-R-I-A. And coincidentally, I am also the same name on Xbox Live. Um, so uh, I mostly play 360 games. But uh, so if there's any like free games that are out for gold, that's kind of what I'm up on now. Halo Reach. <laughs> yeah. Halo Reach exactly. is coming. Oh, good. I think I have that a disc somewhere from like a dollar, but I never played it. So, you know. Could be, uh, yeah. So we might play that together. I uh, still got the Halo Three and everything, and uh, so uh, that's where you can find me, and that's where I'm at. Uh, and from the Colts of the Podcast website, you can like subscribe to the show on iTunes and Stitcher, and find out all of our other social networks, etc. So uh, that's the main place. But thank you guys once again for having me on. It was a good time. Thank you so much, man. I, I'd love to have you back on when I'm not so damn angsty. <laughs> <laughs> it is all good hey one last thing too um for any of your listeners um if you're a gamer or just say you're in, in, involved in uh, gaming whatsoever and you don't like something be an adult and just uh say it with your dollars that's what we did when we were kids that's what we did back in the days before the internet and before all this other shit just don't buy it Turn it off and do something else. Yep. You'll be fine. Stokely Carmichael, ladies and gentlemen. Shit. (laughs) 
ending the show with ending the show with some goddamn reason. Yeah, right. right. Smack you over the head with some reason. (laughs) Reason why we're here. Stay the fuck off my lawn. Oh God, oh, Stubby, God. Stubby, stay in Cicero Holmes. Please bust out all the social media business for us. <laughs> so on Twitter, you can find myself at Stubby Stan. I am Cicero Holmes. I am at Stubby Stan. Khalif Adams, my captain, is at Kajakins. The show that you are currently listening to, Spawn on Me, is at Spawn on Me, and our site is at Spawn Point Blog. Uh, make sure you go to the site, thespawnpointblog.com. Uh, check us out on Facebook. Like us on Facebook, this, uh, the Spawn Point Gaming Blog and Spawn on Me Podcast. Um, let's keep the conversations going. We had no biscuit talk on the Facebook uh, sites this week, and I'm really disappointed about that. Let's, uh, let's do better work Facebook groups. Um, and, uh, you know, make sure when you're listening to the show that you find it on iTunes or SoundCloud or Stitcher or Swell. Um, be sure to follow us on SoundCloud and um, subscribe to us on on iTunes and like like the show, rate the show, review the show, let people know about the show. Tell your neighbors, tell your priest during confession, tell your pastor <laughs> Tell your cab driver, uh, tell your bus driver. The bus driver, he's not doing much. Yeah. He could be listening to the show. There tell your is. old college roommate. Yeah, yeah. Tell your old college roommate. Tell B Pie. Um, yeah. Tell yeah. Tell cheese, cheesy grits. <laughs> um, oh, tell yeah. tell cousin Chitlins. Yeah. Anyway, right, right. Um, one tell last, people one to let go of ropes of- during um, tug of wars. <laughs> Oh god! Oh no! You mean Gregory? Right. Oh, you use that man's name anyway. One last, one last bit of information before we boogie out of here on episode twenty-nine of the Spawn on Me podcast. Editor's note: asterisks. If you are using the old stream from Libsyn, yes, that stream is about to die this week. So if you want to resubscribe. You want to resubscribe? Use the iTunes link, or you can. That sounds like the wateriest of farts that I've ever heard. Or you can go to the SoundCloud page, and on the left side of the page, a little bit down towards the middle, you will see our new RSS feed. Uh, click that, add that to all of your podcast uh, aggregators of choice, and you will get the newest feed with all the dopeness uh, that you can hear every week on Spawn on Me. So. We want to say thank you again for everybody listening. Classic, thank you so much for rolling through. We really appreciate it. We hope to have you again on the show soon. And uh, I guess what we can do right now is say be good to each other and say peace. Peace.